Welcome to a tale of sorting and Dreamcast, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen. <sighs> Hi guys, so this is a disclaimer, Lindsay, and um, I just want to insert this before the episode actually starts. Um, you guys are going to be listening to us do A Court of Mist and Fury, and in this episode we cast Rasand. And I actually went ahead and casted Army Hammer. And unfortunately, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the stuff that's happening now with him. Um, But we filmed these episodes in like early December. So we had no idea that it was happening. And with all of these events like coming to light right now, um, I do believe that I feel like we should do a disclaimer and kind of just let you all know that we do not condone his actions. We do not support him. Um, our hearts go out to the victims and everything and totally behind those women. And I think they're very brave for coming forward and actually speaking up against a man that's like so like held so high in regard in public eye. But um, we weren't sure like what we're going to happen with this, but it just seems like it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And currently, um, last thing I read was like his publicist has dropped him and his agency has dropped him. So I just wanted to quickly say that like, as much as we talk about him and swoon about him in this episode, all of this happened way before we knew anything about it. So, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. And I'm sorry if, like, listening to it is a little weird. Yeah, in hindsight. But uh, yeah, it was bound to happen eventually because all men. Right. I'm not going to say not all men because all men are problematic at some point. So, right. And then dealing with, like, actors and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I guess not that scandals happen all the time, but... I, I guess it would like happen eventually where we picked an actor who would eventually do some shitty shit. So fucking army hammer. I know. I know it, it breaks my heart <laughs> to have to do this, but I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to be a shitty person, then you, you drop by us too, dude. Yes, yes. You will not be casted. No. From here on out. You do not get to play Rasand, <laughs> who is like adorable and yeah. very loving. Mm-hmm. You do not get the right, sir. Yeah. So on the opposite side. Yeah. Who would you like to recast as your your Reese? It's kind of funny because um, before all this happened and before we decided to do a disclaimer, I've been watching Poldark and um, Aiden Turner. There's, I love him. I loved him before, but watching Poldark again, uh, he has very Rissan tendencies. And um, even like before all this happened, once like I casted Army Hammer and I started looking online, like a lot of people like give him like a darker skin tone. So I felt pretty shitty like casting a white ass guy anyways. So um, thanks Army Hammer for doing me a favor and giving me this chance to give a boy with darker skin a chance to shine. So Aiden Turner would be my new Rissan because I absolutely adore him. And I think he could definitely pull off like the smug butthead, but also have like a heart of gold. Yeah. Yeah. I approve this. I love Aiden Turner. Yes. Hopefully he remains unproblematic. So far, so good. I mean, he's not American, so there's one step. <laughs> That's one step in the right direction. Not an American man, so oh, high hopes for him. All right, so enjoy the rest of this episode. Um, we'll probably also throw this in front of uh, Wings and Ruin, too. So enjoy the episodes, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye! <laughs> All right. Hello, and welcome back to A Tale of Sorting and Dreamcasts. My name is Lindsay. I'm Bridget. And we will be your hosts. <laughs> we always start the episodes, or Lindsay does, laughing. <laughs> I know I do. I don't know. It helps break the tension, I guess, for mm-hmm. me. I don't know. Still getting used to it. So this is episode three. Episode three. We'll be talking about the last chunk 
of A Court of Thorn and Roses trilogy. <laughs> trilogy? Fucking, yeah. fucking brick of a book. A Court of Wings and Ruin. Yes. Or Akawar. Right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Akawar. I know. Literally the one that has the war in it. She probably planned it. Right. Sarah. <laughs> Thinks of everything. I know. Okay. All right. So, like last time we talked about how we were going to start with like a get to know you question for the beginning of the episode just a kind of like a warm-up for talking and stuff so this week bridget picked what's your favorite disneyland ride Ooh. in light of the news of <laughs> disneyland <laughs> canceling so we both we were both from california so we're very disney goers the news and i've had a disneyland pass for a couple of years now and then growing up i had one and bridget had one for a little bit so yeah I kinda hearing the news of them being like yo we're getting rid of it <laughs> It's a little devastating for nostalgic purposes. Right. What what was your what, what was, was your, your favorite, favorite ride? ride? <laughs> uh, my favorite ride has always been Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, right. That's just a classic one. It really the is. Smell, right? The smell, the song, the sounds, the movies. Like when the movies oh, came yes. out, I was like, oh my god, the soundtrack, Hans right. Zimmer, Ooh. Orlando Bloom, <laughs> Orlando Bloom, like my first celebrity crush for sure. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite Disney ride? Um, it's always Space Mountain. Because I'm not really a roller coaster person. I get, Lindsay knows this, I mm-hmm. get sick very easily. So Space Mountain is like it. Right. <laughs> Past Space Mountain, I like get anything more intense than that. Turby. I throw up from like the teacups. Like I can't go in circles. But I I'm love, so it's okay. It's fine. But I love the like fastness of it. Like if it's really fast and there's not like drops trying to kill you, mm-hmm. you know, and I love that it's in the dark. I love the sound. Ooh, when they did that. Hyperspace. When it was Star Wars? Uh, yeah, no, no, I didn't do that one. It was um Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh my god, I think ugh, I think about that. That's like the daily. one time, like that one little section that I did not go on Space Mountain. I it can't remember so like cool. why I wasn't going to Disneyland at that time, but I never wrote it when it had uh I think it was just because every time was we did go summer, like one summer they did it. Probably. I think it's because every time we did go it was like a fucking long ass line. Yeah. So I was like I've been on that ride. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I always have a game plan when I get into the park. I immediately go to there. Space Mountain. I get a fast pass. And then it's like oh. in four hours. And I just kind of make my way like a clock we around the park. did that. Did we do that for Cars Land when we all went? Remember Probably. that like one spring break? We like took all of our college friends to Disneyland <sighs> because Kate had never been. Oh, yeah. And we were, I think that was like the we like ran to Cars Land mm-hmm. and got those. We were the tour guys. Official. Yes. You and I were like, do you guys need to go to the bathroom? Yeah. What do you guys want to eat? Here's this. So if you guys ever come to SoCal after the pandemic and you need tour guides to Disney and we will gladly escort <laughs> you. Right, you've got two. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Space Mountain. Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it would have been one of the Star Wars rides. Cause I haven't Ooh. been. I never went to Star Wars. You would land. love rides. Oh, I mean, you would love both of them. But I feel like the um, the new. I always forget what it's called. I just call it the Millennium Falcon ride. <laughs> but it's called like Smuggler Run or something like that. It's really fun and interactive. But once you've done it like one or two times, like once you've done it to where you've done all the different positions, because the way that ride works, you can either be like a pilot a gunner or like a mechanic and once you've like done all of that you've kind of yeah every time you go back in you're just kind of like ah and then you get some groups like some of them are like older people so they don't really know how because like the ride differs on how well you participate so if you have people that like aren't participating at all or like are very slow and they don't really understand it's kind of like a eh ride so it's like unless you got six friends and you all take up the spots or like you get a group of like super into it people it's kind of like meh but rise of the resistance was amazing but i only did it once <laughs> yeah. i only at did it once got, on my birthday at least you gotta go into the land you know that's yeah. cool 
Oh, yeah. Someday we'll be right. back. Someday. And I'll thank you. Oh, you're going to love it. I know. I'll probably cry. <laughs> I never cry. I no, almost I'll cry. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we get into the summary? Yes. So once again, Bridget has been an angel and wrote down the summary for this book. <laughs> I felt like I was college essays did not prepare me for this. <laughs> my God. I like had my book. I had like different summaries like going back and forth because I was like, this one, no, this one doesn't give right, like certain, certain summaries, stuff. And yeah, like, certain summaries online, different people choose like what yeah. is important. Yeah. So they put different things and in And then the they put things out of order and I'm like, that didn't happen then, but <laughs> I try my best. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> if right. it's like So if things are a little backwards or, or a little different, don't don't come for us, okay? I know. <laughs> we try. <laughs> The main point is that we're right. casting and sorting the characters. Exactly. You're not coming here for yeah. storyline and like you've read plot summaries. If you haven't read the book, what are you doing here? You, <laughs> you haven't read the book. We're talking. We're you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> or maybe the first one encouraged you to read it, but yeah. Okay. Right. Hopefully. But yes. Okay. <sighs> okay. Would you like to so begin? Get get some tea. Get some coffee. Or mm-hmm. if this is like a you're going on a road trip, this is a good episode for you. If you like. <laughs> buckle up <laughs> okay so the book starts in reese's perspective it's a flashback before the end of the first war mm-hmm. and he's searching for the bodies of his friends cassian and as because he doesn't know if they've made it out of oh, the battle i totally forgot this is a flashback yeah and it was the, his first perspective yeah and i was yeah, just like yeah. oh because i fucking love it when they jump back right. and forth between perspectives so i was very like yes it's a good start <laughs> Oh, did you, I don't know, do you want to say who was Reese or? Oh, yeah, we can do like a refresher. Yeah. I mean, I doubt anyone's listening to these back to back to back. Um, oh, well, if you are. No. Um, but for Reese, I chose Army Hammer. <laughs> and then I did Matthew Daddario. Yes. Did you hear about the Army Hammer stuff? Yes. <laughs> I we'll literally just... looked it up on Twitter and it's I was like, funny. Army, what are you doing? I don't know. I was like, sir, you're supposed to be my Rissanne and you're making it really hard right now. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just go past that. <laughs> Oops. Okay, so in present time, Feyre has returned to the spring court. She has made, or she has like a ruse going on. So she's kind of mimicking Reese's um, mask that he's known for. She's kind of wearing a mask in the spring court uh, in front of Tamlin and everyone else. So she's kind of showing that she's a helpless damsel who's recovering from her time away. Like she's pretending that she was brainwashed. I was going to say from the brainwashing. yeah. But it's a ruse. She's lying. <laughs> uh, in actuality, she's screaming or screaming, screaming on the inside. She's scheming <laughs> to turn Tamlin's court against him. And basically, because everyone is unaware that she's secretly married Reese and she's the high lady, high lady. of the night court. Nobody knows. So she's kind of scheming behind the scenes. Yes, I love it. <laughs> a bad bitch. Okay, so Feyre attends a meeting with Tamlin and Ianthe, oh. who she absolutely despises now because oh, yeah, she sold out her sisters. She sold out her sisters. Do we want to remind the people of who we chose for Ianthe? Yes. What is that? Zoe Kravitz, right? Zoe Kravitz, yes. I yes. picked Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> I was like, I had her base, but I couldn't remember her name. Okay, you chose Zoe Kravitz, and mm-hmm. I chose Clara Holt from the originals. Ah. So she hates um, Ianthe because she sold out her siblings. Tamlin reveals that Hybern's going to move his forces into the spring court, which is what he promised the king for helping return Feyre to him. Because he's a... I still can't believe him. He's a wop, but not the good wop, the bad wop. 
Wait, the man the... form of a wall. <laughs> the man form. <laughs> okay, so during this meeting, Tamlin speaks over Lucian multiple times. Bitch. Kind of disregards his opinion all the time. And Lucian and Freyra are pretty much, like, confirming that, like, Ianthi's full of shit because she keeps, like, trying to defend her actions on why she did what she did. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say who was your Lucian? Oh, my Lucian is uh, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I do too. <laughs> Mine was Ben Barnes. Yes. Oh, sweet Ben Barnes. I love oh, Farah. What did you do for Farah? Oh, shit. I did... I did Eleanor Tomlinson. And I did Millie Brady. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who pops in the next day but Jurian, who we're still kind of sketched about. Mm-hmm. And he brings along with him the Highburn twins, who are the niece and nephew of the King of Highburn. Oh, I hated them. I probably pronounced their names wrong, but... Uh, Branagh and Dagden? Uh, Brana and Dagden. Brana. You got Dagden right, but Brana. Yeah. That's how they pronounce it in the audiobook. Anyways, I'm not a professional. That sounds better. <laughs> yeah, Brana and Dagden. Yeah. Do you want to... Who did you cast for Brana? Okay. So this is kind of funny because... um, Oh, you want to do Brana first? Or Dagden, whichever. Okay. Well, it's, I just want to do Dagden because I remember you chose this actor for something else. And oh. I was like, oh, how funny. Because I chose um, Avon Jogia mm. for Dagden. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my baddies. How funny that page. we, like, picked the... Yes, that thing. we picked him for, like, different characters. Because you chose him for Cassian? Yeah, I thought he'd be a good yes alternate choice for Cassian. Well, I mainly just chose him because I knew who I wanted to play um, Branna. And so I was like, ooh, a good, like, brother for her yeah. would be, like, Avon Jogia. Who's your Branna? Uh, Naomi Scott, who plays uh, Princess Jasmine in the new <gasps> Aladdin or, like, the Charlie's oh Angels. God. Yeah, she's right here. Yes. Yes beautiful choice they could be bad like badass twins right i mean bad twins but (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so i picked for dagden i did alex wolf oh he's in the wolf there were a band right when they were little like (laughs) naked brother naked brothers band yes 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 yes, i know him from the horror movie classic hereditary oh and i stay away from those uh, oh, he was in the new Jumanji. Yeah, That's yeah, I, yeah. I remember him. Mm-hmm. And then for Branna, I picked Kaya Scaldolario. She's in Maze Runner. Oh, I like her. And in the last parts of the Caribbean movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot. It all ties back to Disney. <laughs> uh, back to our roots. Because I tried to pick ones that would kind of look related. And mm-hmm. I don't know. She can obviously play like a bad girl. She, yeah. You know, I was, like, very heavily influenced on the, like, there's one artist that on, like, the Court of Thorns oh, yeah. and Roses, like, fan page that they use, like, all the characters photo of. And, like, literally, they're in the same position. Like, the picture of Bregnant <laughs> and the picture of Naomi Scott. And I was oh. like, oh, my God. So then that's how I kind of chose Dagden. So. Oh. Oh, but and yeah. then Jurian, I did Nicholas Holt. Oh, and I did uh, Logan Learman. Who are, like, equal, I feel. Right. Honestly, I'm, like, the same Okay, so um, Jurian brings along these twins, and they basically decide that Feyre, Lucian, Jurian, and the twins are going to be left with the task to investigate the holes in the wall mm-hmm. that are keeping the Fey at bay from entering the human mortal lands. So after the meeting, Feyre sends what info she can down the bond to Reese. So their bond is not broken, like we were not. made to believe. <laughs> so... Um, uh, but it's she, like it's really hard, right? Like there's something blocking them. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of it's almost like faint. a whisper or something. Yeah, but they're kind of not 
trying to connect super intensely because they're yeah. worried it'll be detected. Yeah. And yeah. But Reese confirms that everyone made it out of Hybern okay and they're all safe and Cassian's recovering because he got his wings shredded. Right. And Azrael was <sighs> stabbed with a poisonous dagger. Oh, God. Yeah. Leave the bad boys alone. I know. We're poor baby bad boys. Uh, so, Vera starts planting the seeds of distrust. Distrust. That's a weird word. <laughs> Amongst the spring court. She makes Ianthe look like a goddamn fool by arranging it so that the sun falls on oh, herself instead I of Ianthe. this part. Which Ianthe, like, planned this all. She's like, oh, I'm going to look so regal, right. the sun, during the summer solstice. But Vera. I don't know, master planned it so that the sun fell on her and everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, she's blessed. And then like Lucian <laughs> like kneels and like kisses her hand, doesn't he? Yeah, because like, he... Lucian, like Lucian plays like a big part in this and he's just like, all right, I'll play along. Yeah, because he it's just, like, <gasps> hates Ianthe too. He's like, yeah. oh yeah, do whatever I can. Right? And he's I think like, he's uh... suspicious of Feyre. He's oh, like, yeah. immediately, he's just like something... Well, I think he he um, he um later on says that like his eye can see certain magic. Mm. And I think he knew that, like, her bond wasn't broken. Why did I totally forget about his eye? (laughs) Girl. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I just absolutely love him. So, you know. I know. But I think he, like, later on says that he can see certain types of magic. So I think he saw her bond still, even though she was, like, sitting there claiming, like, So when the hybrid, or when the king was like, oh, I broke it and... He's like, bitch, it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, at the very end, like, she can, like, Vera mentions of the end of the last book. He's like, mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, Lucian kind of looked at me like he knew I was lying, but for some reason kept his mouth shut. Because he's the master liar and he just knows when everyone's exactly. bullshitting. He's, he's like, like, I got bitch. I got a magic eye, bitch. Yeah. Because later on he says um, that he can see things with his eye because I always thought, because um, at this, well, not in this point. Well, I guess I'll talk about it later. Just kidding. Keep going. Okay. Um, so she also starts hanging around Lucian more often to make like Tamlin jealous. I she's like hated putting her, her hands on his shoulder or walking next to him. She what did she do that night scene? Yeah, the... she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to bed early," and Tamlin's like, "Okay, cool." And then she like goes and talks to Lucian, and Lucian's like, "Oh, hey!" Like she like busts into his room, and he's like shirtless, and she's like, "Oh," and he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, I just I can't sleep. Like I'm having terrors." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Like uh, good night, Farah." And she like goes back to her room, and then she makes a noise or something. So he comes rushing in, and he's like, "What? What's wrong? Like how can I help you?" And so he like he's holding her, and then Tamlin walks in on that him like Lucian shirtless and him mm-hmm. holding Farah, and Farah's like checkmate and lucian's just like you bitch because <laughs> uh, lucian obviously turns around and is like this was all a ruse and all she wanted was to make tamlin jealous and i was so pissed at her i was like look I... you can do whatever you want but if you put my baby's life on the line i'm going to murder you it's funny because i was like yes like i was just i was pissed i was like anything to piss tamlin off but i understand why yeah i mean if you want to piss tamlin off be my if guest Lucian was in on it but don't use lucian that's say, the part i didn't like did you say be my guest oh my god <laughs> we keep making we keep making like connections to the well i mean everyone does right because everyone on tiktok's like if you like beauty and the bees you should read these books but we keep making uh connections and it's just so funny and yes i did say be my guest yes. but whatever but that's the part, that's what mainly I was mad about. I was like, if you want to do that, that's fine. But at least just like tell Lucian that mm-hmm. you're going to do it. Because at this point, Lucian thinks that Hamlin's losing it. Yeah. And that Ianthe's a batshit crazy girl anyways. What I loved about Feyre in this whole bit when she's like uh, scheming, mm-hmm. they don't reveal it to the reader. 
like she's just kind of doing her thing and then we it doesn't click for us what she's trying to do until it's like already done right. you know what i mean yeah so she's kind of bamboozling us as well <laughs> so that was fun to read so <clears throat> one time when tamlin loses his temper with Feyre, she doesn't use her shields and mm-hmm. she lets um like the when table. he explodes with yeah. his power she lets the debris hit her so that when she's walking around the court afterwards, everyone like sees her injuries. So they know, I mean, they know when Tamlin busts That's another up. part I love because yeah. it like, it hits her like in the forehead and like cracks something on her eyebrow and she starts to bleed. Mm-hmm. And she like, Lucian runs in and he looks at Tamlin and he's like, what did you do? And it's just like, <gasps> oh, it's what great. he's always done. Yeah, exactly. And Lucian's like, like, how could you? And like Lucian like ushers Feyre up to her bed mm-hmm. and everyone... Because, like, all the guards and stuff see that and see Lucian being like, you monster. And then yeah. carry Favor up. And Tamlin's like, oops. <laughs> you dumb fuck. Like, he's always like that. <clears throat> so, ultimately, Feyre succeeds in dismantling the spring court from the inside. Yes. Right. Um, mm. While the party Tricky of <laughs> Feyre, Lucian, Jurian, and the twins are inspecting the holes in the wall, they end up finding um, three children of the blessed, which is the, like, fey cult yeah. in the... In the, the mortal realm. yeah mortal realm basically book talk so they're they're through like the hole in the wall and the twins are trying to like usher them through uh with durian's there as well and he's kind of has a weird reaction mm-hmm. that we're not used to like he's kind of protective and he's just like what the hell are you guys doing here like yeah. get the hell out uh so Feyre ends up using her demanti how do you say it? um demanti demanti abilities to jump <laughs> it's okay all words are made up to jump into their minds to make them leave while the twins are still there, like, trying to convince them to come through. And Feyre ends up succeeding, and the children of the blessed turn away, and Jurian thanks Feyre for what she did. Mm-hmm. It's when you start to see his true colors. Yeah. Still sus. <laughs> <laughs> so, a few days later, uh, the bodies of the humans that she ended up saving were found, slain by the twins, who just kind of... Got them through, slayed them for sport. Yeah, played with their food. Yeah. And then uh, some night, Alice tells Feyre, or Alice, sorry. Alice tells Feyre that she's going to be returning to the summer court with her family. Uh, is it her nephews? Mm-hmm. Her niece and nephews. Mm. So she's going to be t- returning to the summer court. She or, knows sorry, that- I think it's just two nephews. Oh, okay. Not a niece. Right. Just two nephews. So she knows that the spring court's fucked. And she's like, I'm peacing out. Yeah. And- she's like, this is falling apart <laughs> bit by bit. Because I think yeah. Alice knows that she's up to something like alice knows that favors playing games and she's like look mm-hmm. i ain't got time for this and like takes her nephews and is like i'm going back home i'm mrs potts i know what's up exactly <laughs> chip back your backs uh, so favor learns that highburn is going to use the cauldron to collapse the wall and she decides that she's gonna be escaping back to the night court like asap mm-hmm. when she learns that info she's like okay i've learned all i can i've done yeah. what i can i'm peacing out she found like the big chunk of information yeah so um, while she's trying to leave, Feyre comes across Ianthe, trying to force herself upon to Lucian. Lucian, this bitch. Ah. So um, Feyre has the choice: it's like, do I just leave, or do I save Lucian? You know, while I can. So she. I'm sure <laughs> you all can just imagine the conversation I was having with her in my car as this part. She's like, I could just run, and I was like, Listen, you run, I will kick your ass. And she's like, Or oh, I could go back for him. I'm like, You better go back for him. Like, I'm just talking back to the audiobook. Like, she can hear me. It was really bad. And you see, with Lucian, I just look at you and give you the mic. I'm like, Go off. Yes. So, Feyre ends up making the decision to save him. 
she breaks into Ianthe's mind and forces her to smash her own hand with a rock. Super intense. I was I like, loved damn, Feyre. I loved it. Fuck. <laughs> and the twins appear, of course, and they reveal that they've slowly been poisoning Feyre to like weaken her abilities was it with Fabane that they were I doing i think that? So. like very yeah, like, she keeps getting like headaches doses. and she doesn't really know why and, like her food and stuff yeah yeah it's the headaches and like how i using her power takes a lot out of her and then mm-hmm. also why the bond is muted all oh, right that's yeah. why okay so pharaoh's been getting poisoned so her abilities are not like up to where they should be but mm-hmm. pharaoh and lucian are still able to defeat the twins and the fight results doesn't lucian like decapitate yeah um the boy right dagon? there's a well there's a decapitation of branna oh, okay and then gotcha. the slaying of dagon there you go so he gets stabbed i don't remember who did the beheading i think it's lucian there's a lot of beheading in right. this well because i think oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> foreshadow but i think it's because um oh my god wait does lucian i think lucian does and then doesn't elaine holy fuck <gasps> look That'd at those amazing. mates just like i think it is i think yeah because i'm pretty book? sure lucian <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is Lucian that decapitates him because I'm pretty sure um, Feyre is like battling him because she kills. Oh, no, sorry. You just said they decapitate Bregna. Branna. Yes, she gets decapitated. Yeah, yeah, she does. But I think Lucian does because I think she's like fighting with her and then Lucian full on just like comes up behind and just. Or maybe it is Feyre. I can't remember. Hold on. We're fact checking. (laughs) Okay, we're back from fact checking. (laughs) So Feyre stabs Dagden. Lucian had barely heaved his blade out of Brana's severed neck. It was Lucian. So, oh my God! And then Elaine is the one that gets the King of Highburn from behind, like the exact same way. Yeah. Well, yeah. She stabs yeah, him. Yeah. She in the stabs neck. him in the neck. And yeah. Then... Well, Nesta decapitates him. Yeah. But they do the killing blow. Yeah. But they do like the actual stabbing of the neck. Hey. <gasps> Look at those mates. <laughs> we literally just put that together. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So <laughs> just had a moment. Sorry. So uh, Lucian decides to escape with Feyre, mostly so that he can be reunited with Elaine, his mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, so they escape through a secret tunnel. Oh, my God. Secret tunnel. <laughs> Have you been waiting this whole time? <laughs> yes. Yes. Every epic story needs a secret tunnel. Okay. Very true. <laughs> through the... So the secret tunnel leads to the Autumn Court, and they eventually... On their escape, they run into Lucian's very sus brother, Eris. That bitch. Mm-hmm. And his other two brothers, who are never named. They're not named at all? They're not named. It's just like, oh, this brother, that brother. Right. Eris. The other ones don't really play a big part in no. it. Well, they haven't yet, anyway. So They're it's mainly just Eris, because Eris is the one that's like in line for the throne. But yes, would you like to go first on who you casted for Eris? Sure. I cla- or casted. I <laughs> casted Oliver Jackson Cohen. Oh, the name sounds familiar. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, So he is in The Haunting of Hill House. He's also in The Invisible Man. He plays The Invisible Man. Two things I would never watch. Oh, nice. Oh, I could definitely see him being like Ben Barnes's or Timothy Chalamet's brother, like older brother. Because I try to make it so that they vaguely resemble each other. But they both have like a long-ish Yeah, like long-ish And then who I casted for the dad. And I'm like, yes, he looks like sense. Nice. Who'd you cast? I casted uh, Jaya Courtney. Oh. Yeah, he is You from... love him. <laughs> I do love him. <laughs> yeah, so I casted Jaya Courtney. He is in Divergent. He plays um, the bat. I don't remember. I only watched those movies once. Um, but he's also in, <laughs> um, I think it's called like I, Frankenstein. 
Remember the one with the guy that plays Harvey, the Two-Face, and there's like the gargoyles? Oh my god, I totally forgot about that movie. Right? So he's in that movie and he plays like the head gargoyle. Like the or like the gargoyle of um anything with the gargoyle army. You're just like I have to watch it. Yes. Anyway. (laughs) Because it has um the girl who played um I am no man in Lord of the Rings. And she's she's like the head of the gargoyles and he's like her right hand man, Jack Courtney, in that movie. I really liked that movie when I saw it. It's kind of the campiness of like Van Helsing, the mummy, like you know it's not. Right. Like you're not going for like epic plot. But you're going because it's yeah. it was a cool storyline. I kind of liked it. This guy needs more stuff too. He's not really in a lot of he's in a lot of things, but yeah, it's always like one off things, right? You know? Yes, but yeah, that's who I chose for Eris, Jack Corny. Yeah. Mainly just because I always thought he looked like a younger version of the guy who I casted for Eris. So I love Eris. I mean, oh, no, sorry, the dad. Oh, okay, <laughs> what's his name? Baron. Baron. Yeah. Okay, so they run into Eris and Lucian's other two brothers, Feyre. Fights them off barely with her firepower. Mm-hmm. She's a firebender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything goes back to Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> they escape, but they're caught again when they go through the winter court. Oh, I love this bitch. Scene. On the lake. Yes. Uh, so they're kind of at the end. They're freaking exhausted. They haven't really eaten. They haven't yeah. had shelter. They barely slept. Yeah. They're, she's poisoned still. The poison yeah. is like really hitting her at this point. But yeah, who comes in? saves them but asriel asriel and cassian our baby they plop out of the sky oh isn't there like a really epic line in this part doesn't cassian be like you better let go of my high lady or something that yeah he doesn't eris like he like has pharaoh like by her hair and is like dragging her and he's like you better unhand my high lady and it's just like (gasps) that's when the fighting just stops and lucian and the brothers are like wait what? Yeah, they're like, um, what'd you say? And yeah. Cassian's like, yeah, bitch, I got a high lady. <laughs> so, yeah. So at this point, the brothers learn, the brothers and Lucian learn that Feyre is the high lady of the night court and the autumn bros back off due to her status. So, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. shit, I did not sign up for this. Like, right, because no one wants to rage war with the night court. Yeah, because they would die. Yes. Because they know. Because Rassand would rain hell upon them. <laughs> okay. Oh, do you want to do oh, Cassian? For Baron? Or, or, no, not Baron. Um, Cassian. Oh, and uh, a refresh on Cassian and Azriel. Yes, of course. So my Cassian, uh, also from Divergent, mm-hmm. <laughs> is Theo James, and then my Azriel is Rami Malik. Mm-hmm. My Cassian was Luke Pasqualino or Avon Jojo, but I'm siding with Luke. And then Azriel, I picked Kit Harrington. Oh, little baby, baby Kit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Cassian and Azriel end up flying. <laughs> I think it's as that carries Lucian, right? I think so. Because like, I think I think Feyre looks at Cassian and like makes a joke about it, and they just both like snicker to each other, like <laughs> amazing. So yeah, they end up flying or flying uh, Feyre and Lucian back to the Night Court. Uh, Feyre is reunited with Reese. Oh, girl, scene. that moment. <laughs> she's like, cause she's like, oh, because more meets them, like more meets them in the woods, like before they fly off. Yeah. And more is like, oh, God, like you're, you're good. Like everything's great. Fantastic. Like I'll meet you at the house and mm-hmm. they get to the house and everyone's like talking. And then like Reese like walks down the stairs or just like slowly walks in behind her and she like falls to her knees and starts yeah. crying. And then she picks like, her up and everyone's like, oh, um, I'm going to go now. <laughs> no, Reese tells him he's like, <laughs> find something else to do. Yeah. He's like, um, please leave. <laughs> this is. Yes. <laughs> Reese, um, because like when he shows up, she's kept it together this whole fucking time. Yeah, and then this is like the moment that she just kind of crumples and like lets everything go. Yeah, everyone's like, "This is awkward." Everyone's like, "Ooh, um, yes, I love that scene." 
Okay, so she's also reunited with her sisters, Nesta, who is still angry and bitter as usual, <coughs> and Elaine. <laughs> Elaine is there as well, but she's become kind of a shell of herself. Yeah. And she's very, like, she acts like she's in mourning because she's basically lost her human life. She can't mm-hmm. marry who she thinks is a lover for life, her fiancé. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want to do Elaine and Nesta? Oh, yes. I uh, did. Refresh. Anya Taylor-Johnson for Elaine. And then my our Nesta. Right. Our Nesta, because we both agree. <laughs> was Florence Pugh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then my uh, Elaine is Cher Sharonin. Okay. So the inner circle ends up having a meeting. There's a lot of meetings in this book. Mm-hmm. And they decide that they need to fix the holes in the wall. And that Nesta and Elaine should probably be able to help them since they have these like otherworldly connections to the right. cauldron. And then Nesta is pretty reluctant to help them, but ultimately she agrees. And she ends up studying the Book of Breathings with Amran. Right. I kind of loved them together. Yeah. Like, I love their friendship. I love how Nesta's like, oh, yeah, the only one that understands me is the other angry one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love how they're able to, like, find a friend in each other. Yeah, because I think... Amran is the only one that is probably over Nesta in rank of like, don't fuck with me. Oh, yeah. So Nesta like wouldn't. Like a stare down, Amran would win. Yeah. And Nesta knows. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) Nesta's like, all right, a bitch I can bow down to. I like it. Yeah. Oh, and then um, Reese also wants to put out an invitation to like all the High Lords Mm -hmm. to have one central meeting. So this is a meeting about planning a meeting. Um, Literally. (laughs) To basically unite and fight against highburn yeah i loved this scene about them talking about this because reese calls it he's like her reese or someone mentions they're like you know all of them are just gonna because they're trying to find like a neutral place to have this meeting that everyone agrees upon and they're like well no one's gonna want to come here and everyone's gonna want to be at their own court so this is gonna take fucking forever and it does (laughs) yeah they need like a kick in the ass to start their meeting pretty much which happens which they get (laughs) so uh, Reese shows Feyre the underground library, which I love. Mm-hmm. I have such a clear image. Right. I pretty much, it all ties back to Avatar. I pretty much imagine the, oh, the owl, owl library. library. Yeah. Yeah. But with like a pit in the middle. And, right. Yeah. I pictured it being like, um, kind of like a, like a parking lot. Like mm-hmm. when you drive down the yeah. spiral, like it being like that. And then the pit being in the, directly in the middle. I right. love that library. Right. <laughs> Ooh. Got the I amount. also love the purpose of that mm-hmm. library, like how Reese has given it to the priestesses yeah. that like have been hurt or like abused in some way and being like, this is your home, like this is your shelter, like mm-hmm. you guys can come here. And it's just like, once again, a man of my dreams. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so uh, he shows her the underground library so that they can learn more information about the wall. Reese and Feyre decide that they should get the monsters on their side. So they decide to go recruit the bone carver the bone first. Carver. The bone carver. So Cassian ends up going with them. He goes into the prison with Feyre. He just randomly tags along. This I know. If if it's not Reese, it's always Cassian. I don't remember why like Reese didn't go in with them. He traveled with them to the end of the prison. Right, but made Cassian go in. It was something because he was afraid that like the bone carver I think it's because um he wanted Feyre to be able to walk in and like control the room and if Reese was in there uh, I think it was something like that. It was like a power game. They thought like if Feyre went in he'd be more like truthful and if Reese went in there with him he'd like try to play more games or something like that. Yeah. Something along those lines. That's why they took Cassian instead. I want to know who the hell Cassian saw or what he saw. Right. Oh, I won't, I don't Reese never even says what he sees, right? No. We only ever think about we only ever hear what Feyre sees. And she has a little Lord of the Rings moment. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. 
Okay, so the carver tells them that if they retrieve this Ouroboros, am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. Ouroboros uh, mirror from the Court of Nightmares that's underneath Kier's. Is it Kier? Mm-hmm. Um, it's underneath Kier's, like, palace. Well, he's kind of like the guardian of it, sort mm -hmm. of, or keeper. Um, so they have to go retrieve this mirror, and if they bring it back to the carver, then he will join their cause. And the inner circle, plus Nesta, go to the Court of Nightmares, Oh, they have right. oh yeah it is Kier. so um, they end up having a meeting with Kier, and then eris shows up as well it's like randomly there yeah it's like hey bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bet you saw you thought you saw the last of me right <laughs> it's just like hey guys so um, eris shows up as well Kier gives this ultimatum that he will help fight against hybern oh, if he gets right. access to velaris more is like fucking pissed. Yeah, because he says yeah. yes. And then Eris also promises that he can encourage his father to attend the High Lord meeting. <laughs> we uh, all know how that goes. My goodness. And more is, I already said more is pissed, but she's very pissed off because these are like the two, these deals are being made with the two most hated people in her life. Mm -hmm. uh, the ones who I, have traumatized her the most. Yeah, I felt with her. I just hate that Reese didn't prepare her for it. Right. they were going to be there. I mean, she knew she was going to see her dad, but she didn't know she was going to see the guy that she was betrothed to who basically, like, tossed her out. You right. Know? Sarah J. Mass keeps hinting at the fact that, like, Eris has, like, this secret past that we don't know yeah. about that, like, will make him, like, seem, like, not seem so bad. And I'm like, well, then tell us already because I hate this man. Because he always says stuff. It's and like, they were always, like, because um, when they, there is a meeting where Eris actually sees Lucian, right? I think. Yeah. I think at the very end of this book and Faye even mentions like, oh, he like looks at him with like concerning eyes or like someone mentions mm -hmm. like how he did something to his brother and he like looks like regretful almost. Like yeah. he, Faye always points out that his facial expressions don't like That's coincide with like what his actions or something. And it's supposed to mean like he did it for a reason. We just don't know what that secret reason is. And I'm like, well, then share with the class, please. Because <laughs> I guess when Lucian left the court and defected to the spring court. They say that Eris was the one that told Tamlin. Yeah. Eris was the one that told Tamlin that Lucian was on the run. Like secretly aided him or yeah. he made it so that he could escape kind yeah. of. So Cause I think he tells uh, Feyre that he was just like, well, who do you think told Tamlin that Lucian was like running? Yeah. He's like, who do you think like gave Lucian the head, like the 10 second head start yeah. to like get there? Okay. So Feyre learns that well, she asks, she's like straight up asks, um, Kier about the mirror and he's like oh yeah you can take the mirror but you have to look into it first yeah. and you have to survive it because and no it, one's done that part it turns you mad pretty much and she's pretty much mm, no i don't know if this is worth it right so, she's like should i be broken before we go into the biggest battle of our lives yeah she's like Probably i've been not. broken a few times already like i don't know man <laughs> Poor thing. like i'm barely holding it together she's like it's mm, not <laughs> i'll just kind of come back to this uh so Back in Velaris. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, Amarin says well, that Well, he didn't Carver... say that right. It's just the way that the audiobook says it. The <laughs> audiobook calls it Velaris, but I've heard many people call it Velaris. So yeah. it's like to each their own. Yeah, so back, back in Velaris, Amarin says that the Carver will need to be bound to a body like her if he's to be set free. That's how she like got out of yeah. Azkaban. <laughs> oh, yeah. Azkaban, <laughs> Alcatraz. That's what it is. Uh, Lucian tries to help heal Elaine's mind through their mating bond, and 
this freaks her out a bit even mm-hmm. though he does end up reaching her and it kind of shocks her and it's like the first response that they've ever gotten from elaine she's like what the hell did you so do the part where she's in like the reading room yeah and the sisters are in the back and lucian doesn't know and he's like he only went in there to get a book and he's like oh she's here and like yeah. he tries to like sit down and talk to her and he's so nervous and it's so cute so awkward it's hilarious yes. <laughs> i love him <laughs> and then um Feyre kind of reaches uses her uh, mind powers to kind yeah. of be like what the fuck like but kind of chaperone she doesn't, situation yeah chaperone pretty much she's like what the fuck is this guy doing yeah she's like oh it's fine and nessa's like she's holding back nesta because right. nesta's around the corner this like, is like hold my earrings <laughs> i'm going for him uh, um okay so pharah is trying to learn how to fly as well Azriel's trying to teach her trying so hard i love these scenes and to encourage her because she's not doing very well so he tells her this story i love this story <laughs> He tells her a story of how Nefel, yes, Nefel, uh, saves Miriam. Mm. Uh, she and saves she her. Tiny. She like flies her um, to safety, even though she has these very small, weak wings. And uh, I, I kind of made a mess of the story, but Nefel, Miriam, and Dracon—they were a part of the Seraphim mm-hmm. race that fought alongside the humans in the first war, and their wings are different from the uh, Illyrians. Yes. They're winged wings with like feathers. Like bird wings. Did I say winged wings? My God. Feathered, feathered. wings. It's okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're feathered wings. Um, so also, before the war, a little bit of backstory, Jurian and Miriam were lovers, but Miriam ended up mating with... Draken. Draken. So a love triangle. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was interesting because it's pretty much... Uh, like a mirror of Reese, Tamlin, and Farah, right? Yeah. It was like, oh, like, history oh. repeats itself mm. in a, a weird way, <laughs> right? There's a half Fay, half something. Like, was she half um, Miriam? What is she? she? Is she half human? I can't remember. She's half something, but yeah, she's yeah. like a halfling of sorts. And then <sighs> drama ensues, as it always does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Draken and Miriam end up mated, and then some nonsense happens and Nifel, who i think she was like a bookkeeper or something she wasn't really meant to go into battle because her wings are so small it was like no you're just like a risk but she ended up saving miriam who is like their queen basically because their tiny wings Mm -hmm. made her faster than everybody else yes (laughs) and she saved them yeah i love that story so much (laughs) i i loved it yeah like the entire time i was like stories (laughs) (laughs) do you want to cast Cast. Uh, do you want to do Nefel first? Oh, Did I didn't do him? any of these. Oh. No. Oh, I didn't know That's we were okay. doing these. <laughs> Whoops. Did you do Draken and Miriam? I did. And Nefel? Yeah. <gasps> I didn't do these. Oops. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking characters. I was Mine, not informed. I didn't think too much about them. I was just like, oh, this one, this one. So Miriam, I picked Emma Watson Ooh. or someone small and dainty like her. I yeah. mean, I know that a lot of the people we're picking are kind of big named right people, but it's yeah. like these are dream casts so right i can pick whoever the hell i want ideally i mean i'm sure they'll pick unknown people or right. like but yeah i pictured someone like emma who's kind of tiny and then for miriam i picked antonia thomas she's Ooh. in um she's in the misfits tv show on bbc and she's oh, in the good wait. doctor so emma watson is supposed to be nafel yeah you said miriam did i oh i'm sorry sorry nafel i picked <laughs> emma watson emma watson okay and then miriam, so miriam is Antonia Thomas. Ooh, she's pretty. Yes. And then for Draken. Oh, she's excited. I did Harry Shum Jr. <gasps> I love <laughs> him. I know you do. Oh. 
I'm trying to keep it as diverse as I can. Right? Ooh. And he needs to be that. in more stuff, too. Yeah, he does. Oh, I I really want to watch the movie he was just in, but I know I'm going to cry because it's the cancer movie. No, I can't watch it. Ugh, I'm like, so maybe excited. I'll watch up to the point before he gets cancer. I think I think the cancer happens like pretty early on. God damn it! I'll watch ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, be, just because like the whole commercial, like in the trailer, it says he's like, "Hey, if it's bad news, like let's get a dog." And she's like, "Don't say that." Like literally, the next scene is like him getting like he's holding a beagle. God. And she walks up and she's like, "No." Yeah, I'm not watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm pretty sure the cancer happens pretty early on. Yeah, that was just kind of extra. I was like deep into it, yeah. so that's why I totally <laughs> forgot about them. Honestly, because. It's okay. It's fine. So many fucking characters in this. <laughs> I was too busy. Like, I was... Because we also casted all the High Lords, and mm-hmm. I was so stuck on the High Lords that I totally forgot about the other little ones. Okay. I did that whole backstory. So, while in the library, Nesta and Feyre are ambushed by Highburn Ravens, which are kind of like assassins sent yes. from Highburn. And as they're retreating, they come across a monster in the pit of the library. This monster's name is Briaxis. Feyre is, like, fucking terrified. Because no one can, like, look at yeah. this monster. Well, also, didn't Cassian, like, yeah. flew down there once and he was, like, never again. Like, yeah, terrified. Yeah, and he will not fucking tell. Yeah. And so Cassian's it's like, never scared. Exactly. If Cassian's scared of something, what? she's like, what the fuck is what this is thing? What is it? I'm, he's probably my favorite monster. Braxis? Yes. Yeah. I love him. Or the Cyril, but I don't... I think Cyril is a character. Well, if I had to choose, because they, they hire... Sorry. <laughs> but they hire the Weaver, the Carver, and mm-hmm. Briaxis to come fight with them. And if you had to choose one of those three, who would you choose as, like, your favorite? Briaxis. Oh. I think I might choose the Bone Carver. Oh. I just love his sassiness. I just love that he's just like, yeah, That's I want true. this mirror for reasons. <laughs> later on, he's just like, yeah, I didn't really want the mirror. I just wanted to see you suffer. All these monsters Getting are just, like, fucking with everybody. Right. Well, I mean, when you live that long, you gotta find humor in something. This is true. Yeah, so Briaxis ends up making a bargain with Feyre that he will kill the ravens for her if she brings it company someday. Yeah. And while Briaxis kills the ravens, Reesend and... Reesend, did I say that? Reesend, Reesend. We all know what you're talking about. Uh, Reese and Cassian appear, and Cassian gets Nesta and Feyre to safety. Oh. He, like, gathers Feyre. He finds... Ca- uh, he finds uh nesta first yeah because favor's like get the hell out of here mm-hmm. like run so he finds her first and then yeah. comes in and comes back like gets favorite and he's like just don't look just don't look just don't like don't look behind you and she's Amazing. like okay did you cast Briaxis at all oh and he's never really given a form he's just given like a black blob did you give him a voice I did you give who <gasps> oh she has the big smile on her face who <laughs> where's my picture because okay i yeah i would think it was just a voice like a right. very deep voice (gasps) (laughs) this bitch i picked corpse husband oh my god yes (laughs) see that's i wouldn't have gone for that just because like in the audiobook it's Mm -hmm. a woman narrating it's supposed to be from Paris perspective so it's not really like a deep voice but oh i would fucking love if corpse would voice if you don't know who corpse is you're probably not on tiktok or you don't watch twitch Mm, streams i was gonna say you're probably not on youtube or twitter yeah but Corpse is the faceless YouTuber who's been streaming a lot of Among Us with a super, super deep voice. Also has a few songs on, mm-hmm. um, not Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Spotify. Yeah. His music's on Spotify. He's kind of like a super deep voice, uh, streamer a little bit. Um, but his main focus is on music and he's faceless and he has like this super, super deep voice. Just imagine, picture this, if you will. You're in a dark pit <laughs> in the library. You're looking at these ravens that are about to, I mean, not actual ravens, about to kill you. Yeah. And then who comes behind you but this black mist whispers in your ear, you need some help? Like, Very with a deep, deep voice. voice. Like I can't make my voice that deep. 
Right. Like imagine Jason Momoa, but then like down an octave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yes. it's, it's deep, but it's beautiful. Cause and I, the fact that he's like not shown makes yeah, it even no, better because he's never really given a form and like no useless. one in the world knows what corpse looks like. So it's perfect. Yeah. I just love how you had like the biggest smile on your face and got so excited to tell me that. You're welcome. Because she knows how much I love him. <laughs> she has a sticker of his. Uh, of his Among Us character. I got a sticker on Etsy. It's adorable. And he's my phone lock screen. So you're welcome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed you didn't get it because I was like, deep voice and you're just like right? looking at like, me i'm like what? well because i i assumed an actor so i was like waiting i was like a deep voice acting. actor but oh yeah oh, oh yeah he'd be an amazing like anime voice a girl villain. like praxis yeah. okay continuing <laughs> so thera realizes after this whole debacle with the ravens that elaine was made into a seer by the cauldron because during her weird mutterings earlier, Elaine mentioned that ravens were coming, but everyone's like, yeah, okay, she says Elaine. two raven feathers mm-hmm. are touching the ground or something yeah. like that, yeah. which I'm sorry. But the entire time that Elaine was saying all that stuff and like she would go into one of her moments and the sisters would just look at each other like, oh, here she goes again. Mm-hmm. The entire time I was like, she's telling you premonitions. Like, have you guys never been like you're in a world of magic and none of you can tell me that she was a seer like it took you that long, which, by the way, who figures it out? Our boy Asriel. <laughs> of course. The seer himself. <laughs> uh, Which, okay, so the part that I was talking about earlier when we were talking about um, Lucian, like how he can see stuff, mm-hmm. it like dawned on me that um, that's why, because remember they say like the mating bond, like it chooses mates by like um, like their likelihood, like light calls to like and stuff yeah. like that. So the fact that oh. Elaine's a seer and Lucian can see things, like they're both kind of seers of magic in a way, in their own way. But that's like why they were chose to be made we're having all of these yeah epiphanies it dawned about... on me because when i think it's because uh is like well why can't like why couldn't it have chosen asriel for elaine because yeah. she like thinks that's such a better match which the world does but whatever and Rasan kind of mentions that oh you know it just chooses like like calls to like like it just chooses like who they think will be the best match and i was yeah. like oh because they're both seers so that's so cool it's a little tidbit that's i thought a of good connection well thank you <laughs> Um, so after Feyre reveals that Elaine has had, has basically become a seer, Elaine has a vision, just like, is muttering weird things all the time, and then like, <laughs> a vision, full on, that's a right, right, <laughs> has a vision about the mortal queen who has been cursed to turn into a firebird every night, and she was basically sold to this evil lord in the mortal lands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got a phoenix on our yes. hands here. And... Lucian is like, well, this is important. I guess I'll just go investigate this. Yeah, because they're all like, I'm going to go. No, you can't go. I'm going to go. No, you can't go either. And Lucian's like, sit down, bitches. I'm going to (laughs) go. He's like, I'm the odd one out here. I am the the seventh wheel. (laughs) Hurt me because he was just like, well, nothing's keeping me here. And he like looks at Elaine and he's like, well, there's nothing for me here. And like looks at Elaine while he's (laughs) saying it. And I'm just like, (gasps) in favors between them, like, Elaine, right? Talk to him. That's my favorite Tell him to stay. Like, Farrah pharaoh needs to make up her mind because sometimes mm-hmm. she's like oh no her and Azriel make such a better couple and then there's some moments where she's just like elaine talk to lucian and like, reese is on. like stop fucking matchmaking yeah. just let it happen <laughs> and pharaoh's like yeah no worries and secretly plans like their wedding <laughs> oh my god so lucian volunteers a tri- as a tribute to go find the queen because they all believe that she's gonna play a huge part in this war and that she can aid them yes. and I feel like this queen is going to play a bigger part because it's like, there's no way you're this. Has I was this cool she gave ability. her like a whole background yeah. and she like plays a, well, it doesn't play a big part, but you do 
she introduces her very yeah. well at the end of this book. So I'm like, you don't do that to a character that you just plan on like never touching like, again. She's so cool. What do right? you mean she comes in at the last yeah. second? Like, <laughs> Literally the last second. Yeah. So I feel like in the next series, she's going to be brought back. Or... Right. Probably not. I don't think like this next series, because yeah. isn't this like the next one that she's like currently reading? Isn't that writing? Reading. Mm-hmm. Well, she's currently writing. Isn't that supposed to be like more like Nesta and Cassian? I don't really know. I don't. People think it's like a trilogy, but each book is going to be different oh, perspective. Ooh. So, maybe so they think the first book will just be Nessa, but I could be completely wrong. Right. Who knows? Speculations, but maybe. I don't mind either way. Right. That'd be kind of cool to get like a whole Vasa like backstory mm-hmm. and then like an origin story, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and then like future stuff. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Um, okay. So Reese learns that the summer court is under attack by Hybern and that nobody has gone to aid for them. Also, um, how, how does he find that out again? I don't remember. Because Varian tells... Oh. Mm. Varian tells Amarin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Varian and Amarin have this, like, side thing going yeah, because on. Because Amarin, like, bursts through the door and she's like, summer court's under attack. And they're mm-hmm. all like, oh, shit. And then later on, she's like, yeah, Varian told me. <laughs> What do you think is so cute? Like she still has a fucking blood ruby out yeah. for her in his land, and he's like, hey, he's like, hey, um, babe, just let me know. Um, my land's being attacked because I think he he Varian told them mm-hmm. because he thought that they might be attacking everywhere. Like they weren't sure if they were only attacking Summercourt. So Varian's like, oh, I told them because uh, just in case, you know, like a yeah. heads up, like Hybern's attacking. He's an interesting character. That guy, he really is. Kind of like sees Airman, and he's just like, that's where my loyalty lies. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. They're such a cute little unexpected ship. Right. Who I support I love it. all the way. So Cassian goes off to the Illyrian camps to bring their people to fight. Feyre and more suit up for battle. And as they're prepping to leave, Nesta is kind of super baffled. She's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, right, She's like, never seen her sister like this. Yeah. She's like, you don't. What do you know of war? And more is like, we know enough. Like, yeah. Mora's we like, got she's this. Fine. <laughs> she's been training with Cassian. She's fine. Yeah. While you've been walking around grumbling like a bitch she's actually been training and right. using herself and putting herself to use yes i mean i i feel like i can love nesta in the future but for now i'm like oh. right definitely nesta. character growth for sure yeah so they peace out to go fight they all leave to fight except for nesta elaine and amarin amarin is always well and left behind. oh just kidding lucian's already left to go oh, yeah. explore the wilderness <laughs> peaced out just before the battle <laughs> he's like oh look his eyes saw he's like oh there's a fight coming but I'm, I'm gonna go <laughs> bye guys so i don't think he would have went with them anyways it kind of would have been a little no nah, i feel like he would have stayed with elaine yeah they probably would have just been like hey protect the house thanks yeah so more and Feyre fight their way through the palace mm-hmm. and our warrior queen badasses right oh love i love it. that part oh there's, I, I was love, so proud of her i do love how after everything though she's in the summer court and she does have like a little instant where she's like oh, alice like i hope she's okay oh, yeah and she's like trying to like look at the faces and she's like oh there's so many and we never know what happened to her no she never finds her or like doesn't find her or anything like no news is told of her i think she's safe she's with both of her fine. nephews they all lived they lived happily ever after oh my goodness okay so uh reese Ends up tracking down the king of Highburn to a ship that's offshore. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but it turns out that the king is illusion. I was immediately like, this is not right. Right. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, this isn't this isn't the meat, like the final thing. Yeah, this isn't yeah, right. Yeah. And the king was acting too like aloof. So of course he's an illusion. He's not really there. Uh, they all end up surviving this fight and Feyre gets her first real war Taste experience. Of yeah. Dips her toes. Uh, so Feyre meets up with Tarquin who is pretty 
pissed off that they're there yeah (laughs) god i guess i guess you helped right like thanks i guess pissed at you for bamboozling me and stealing my book because this is when he was like well Um, how do we know that you guys even came to help how do we know that you just didn't tell hybern to come here and that's when varian's like bitch i fucking told them like calm (laughs) your tits like they're fine (laughs) oh god yeah oh would we like to refresh the listeners on our tarquins and our varians all right so my tarquin is John Boyega, of course, and then my variant is Winston Duke. Yes, my Tarquin, I did Jordan Fisher. My variant, I did John Boyega or Michael B. Jordan. Yes, oh, did we do we didn't do Amarin and more? Oh, whoops, uh, my more was uh Teresa Palmer, and then my Amarin was Lana Condor. My more is Margot Robbie, and my Amarin <laughs> is Gemma Chan. I love our choices, so right? Much. I know, okay, please. <laughs> Oh, oh boy, I lost my spot. One second. So, um, Reese, this is a kick in the ass that they needed. He's like, okay, we're doing our meeting now. Call all the High Lords together. Yeah. High Lords and ladies. Um, yeah. They end up meeting at Neutral Territory, which is the Dawn Court. Yay. And I imagine this place like Rivendell from Ooh, yes. Lord of the Rings, but like on the top of a mountain, mm-hmm. the clouds are touching it. Right. Like, very, very pinky, tall. pastel-y. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I'm so excited because we're getting to know <laughs> Okay. So um, all the High Lords attend, even Baron and Tamlin, surprisingly. They kind of show up towards the end. And they're like, yeah. oh, they're not here. And then, oh, they are. Tamlin, little five-year-old kicking and screaming. Casually late. God. Ugh. So um, everyone is pretty skeptical of Tamlin being there because he is constantly throwing insults at Feyre. Throughout the meeting, it's so fucking annoying. Also, it's his, like, whole issue. Like, he's the reason that they're even in this yeah. predicament. Like, mm-hmm. he let Highburn in. So, they're like, how do we know that you're not sitting here trying to get all the information and just going to run back to King Highburn and let them all know? And yeah. he's like, well, I brought papers of information. Oh, my God. Fucking papers. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay. So, this is the meeting. <laughs> I remember the very first episode we did. I was like, oh, there is a line that, like, the only way... Th- any actress would ever be to play Pharaoh that she would need to say this line and just like kill the audience because mm-hmm. it's my favorite line probably in the whole trilogy is when Tamlin's like he's talking about them and he's like talking about Rhysand and how he kidnapped her and she just dead ass looks at him and she's like the sun was out the day I left you Ooh. and I was like oh because he <laughs> talks about he's like oh they came in the night and they stole her like they stole her away from me and she just dead ass looks at him and she's like the sun was out the day I left you. And I was like, it was Ooh, the middle of the day. Bug. <laughs> I was like, get on Pharaoh. Like, I was so proud of her. Like, oh, ooh, I was like, that's the line that like just needs the whole audience to just be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I love it. There were so many. She, I was very proud of her throughout this. I mean, yes. the way she like, well, I mean, she did pop off a few times, I but I mean, but a girl can only take so much. Reese was telling her, he's like, okay, Pharaoh, they don't know that you have their powers. So <laughs> the one thing you're not supposed to do is the one thing go off is to show them that you have all yeah. their powers. So what does Pharaoh do? While Tamlin's insulting her, she's keeping it in. Yeah. But I feel like it's because she's used to it. With right. Him. She's like, yeah. I can handle this. She's like, it's I've fine. been through this. It's fine. But the person that takes her off is Baron. Yes. And it was amazing. I oh fucking. He also broke Asriel, right? Well, Eris does because Eris makes oh. Eris makes a comment at Moore because I think mm-hmm. Moore says something about like that's my high lady, mm-hmm. and then Eris says something to her, and Asriel fucking loses his shit and jumps from Never. across the room oh. and pins him, and it's oh, just yeah. like yeah. And then um, Baron tries to use his fire. Asriel throws up a shield, and that's when Feyre just ever so gracefully walks over and puts her hand on his shield and is like, Asriel, 
come on. Mm-hmm. And Azriel stops everything, gets up, and then she leads him back to the chair. And then she goes and grabs him a glass of wine and then gives it to him. And everyone Which is like, like, stops and stares happens. at her. Yeah, because she's a high lady and she's serving her yeah. subject. And she's like, this is my family. Back off. Yeah. And I was like... Okay, so if this was like a Game of Thrones TV show, which it should be. Right. I really want HBO to pick it up. This would be a whole episode. Oh, yes. This one meeting. Oh, my God. Right? I love it so much. Oof. So many great moments. Um, Okay, so mm -hmm, the High Lords eventually agree that the Spring Court should be evacuated and that that they all need to take this antidote that will protect their powers from Feybane because Highburn is like dipping their Which court? Make that again. I think it was a Dawn Court. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because this is when Farah meets um, Lucian's friend. Yeah, because she comes, she comes in with an arm that's mm-hmm. all like golden and weirds, like his eye, steampunky. Yeah. So she's the one that made Lucian's eye. So cool. Uh, do we want to cast the High Lords now? <gasps> do we? I would love to. Okay, okay, so we already know like who we chose for Baron, right? And we all know. No, we didn't oh. do Baron. Yeah, we, we did. did. Um, did we? Oh no, we didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't we do Baron. Him. Okay. Well, you want to start with Baron? Sure. Okay. I picked Timothy Oliphant. Oh. <gasps> oh. Yes, he is in. I know him from Catch and Release, a classic right? rom com, um, and also The Mandalorian. I was going to say everyone else in the world will know him from the first episode of season two of The Mandalorian, the cowboy that took our hearts. Yes. Yes, I love him. And he totally looks like he could be related to right um and ben barnes you yeah. chose men with very strong chins it's all in the chin <laughs> <laughs> it's the jawline nice. man okay who did you pick i chose tom hardy i think boy. tom hardy oh just like the commanding presence of like bitch i don't like anybody tom hardy and that's why i chose jaya courtney because i always thought jaya courtney <laughs> looks think, like a younger tom hardy i think the universe mixes them up a lot oh yeah indeed that's but funny. i was just like Oh, like, look at him. Look yeah. at this man. And then, oof. And then little Timothy Chalamet yeah. kind of looks like they And they can be. make him look uh, Tom, like, a little bit older. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, he's also in Peaky Blinders. And um, they made him look a little bit older in that one. So. Goddamn Peaky Blinders. Just, like, scruffy and, like, a little bit gray in the hair. So. Are you a Peaky Blinders, sir? <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. I chose Tom Hardy. Okay. And then next... Helion. Helion. Oh, Helion. I want you to go first because you're going to have. I'm going to say his name wrong. Okay. Um, Regé Jean Ooh, Page. From Bridgerton. Yeah. I almost chose him. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. All right. Who'd you pick? Ricky Whittle. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Ricky Whittle is from the TV show The 100 and he played my favorite character, Lincoln. That's fucking perfect. Right? Oh, my God. And he has to be really tall. Sure. yeah and um he's currently in another tv show called american gods mm-hmm. which i have not seen but i've heard good things i've seen the first season Ooh, it's really good yeah so yeah i chose ricky whittle as helian oh my god because i love him <laughs> he's totally like has that suave exactly like- i was like you need someone who's gonna be able to walk into a room and not only flirt with margot robbie but also army hammer <laughs> And everyone's in love with him. Yeah, exactly. I was like, ooh, Ricky Whittle. Maybe. But also, um, like, reggae would be really good, too. Oh, my God. Oof. I love our choices. <laughs> I want it to be real. <laughs> okay, so next is Callius. Oh, Callius. Callius, okay. The Winter High Lord. Yes. I picked, so I'm trying to diversify. Yes. I picked my favorite Korean actor, <gasps> Park Sojun. 
Oh, of course you did. He's he in, would be beautiful. He's in um, Itaewon class. I watched K-dramas. Hello. Yes. Uh, he's in Itaewon class. He's in Parasite, the new, or not new. It's oh, been that's out right. Like he bit. plays the tutor in the beginning? Yeah, he's like barely in it. Yeah, the one that he like takes the place yeah. of the brother. He's like, an amazing actor. Place. Also, his English is on point. Even so, I think that it would be cool if um, they like included different languages. So Ooh, if, like right. he and then his lady, who I will say. Hi, lady. Oh, she yes, wants to be high lady. She will. Be. That was my favorite part. She was like, "I don't want to be high lady." And Khalees is like, "What did you just do?" Vivian, like, right? Or Vivian? Vivian? Yeah. Vivian, okay. Um, who did you choose? Your Vivian. I picked another Korean. Who did you pick? I picked. Uh, how do I say her name? Lee Sung Kyung. Oh. She's in a uh, weightlifting fairy. Oh, yes. I like that. So I think it would be cool if, like, when they talk amongst themselves, they could do it in a Korean or yeah, a different language. That'd be awesome. And she's also her english is really good i've seen like interviews of her but even if they have an accent like i don't right. care i love the Adjust idea of fears. giving the winter court like an asian vibe that's yeah. really cool but i found a picture Ooh. of sojun with blonde, blonde, blonde hair, hair. Ooh. i feel like terrible now because i chose two english actors no, well fine. i don't know i was looking White immediately uh, or immediately um initially i was looking for like russian ish like very icy yes, yes. blonde but then um, i don't know i just kind of I like that, which is actually kind of interesting because um, they're not connected at all. But the Maleficent movie, the second one, they're like um, in the second one, a bit spoilery, but you find out that she's not the only creature like her type um, and she has like bat wings and that there's there's like an actual they're like, I don't I forget the title that they give them, but there's like a whole race of a bunch of different of them. And each of them like I really loved how they did this and I wish they would have given them more. But it's like um, it was like a like a tropical ones and they had like parrot uh, mm-hmm. feathers and like the snowy ones had like snow owl feathers and they were Asian. And it was like every different like type of the world had like a different, like the, their Maleficent or like whatever they mm-hmm. call them fairy was like the wings related to a bird that would be in that like climate, yeah. which I thought was really, really cool. Like the deserts had like eagles and like hawks and you always the talk snow about owls. this and I'm like, I need to watch the second one. It just was for so, that I was so mad that they only came in like the last 20 minutes of the movie, but it's so cool. Like you can tell they put so much thought into mm-hmm. it. I was like, I need to know more about these. But yeah, the snow people were Asian. That's cool. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. That I mean, you... they get snow over there. <laughs> right. Uh. And plus they just look really ethereal and fucking white hair. Like, oof. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Who'd you pick? <laughs> my Kalias. I chose um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh my god. Right? And I actually found pictures of him with blonde hair oh. from um, Anna Karenina. And I was like, ooh, bitch. Um, which is kind of funny because I chose him because right away, because um, once again, the photo that, that was on the website, I immediately thought of Vivian as um, Sophie Turner. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. The picture you, lo- you chose. Exactly. Right? Mimics that. Right? Yeah. Like I saw this and I was like, oh my god, Sophie Turner with like her original, because she's originally blonde mm-hmm. she's not an actual redhead from game of thrones um but yeah so i really like them together so they're sophie jonas <laughs> oh yeah sophie i think it's like sophie turner jo- jonas yeah but yeah oh, so sophie good. turner for vivian and then aaron J- aaron taylor johnson mm. as Cleus. yes i approve good right. job <laughs> amazing all right okay so next is thessian Thiessen. Thiessen. well from that's the how the court. audiobook says if you say it's something different i don't really care but i know him as Thiessen. Who do you choose? I picked Dev Patel. <gasps> Ooh. I love him. He is in uh, Slumdog Millionaire yes. or Lion. 
He's also going to be in The Green Knight, which looks fucking amazing. Not I'm that so I like excited. don't like the guy that they chose for Aladdin. I love him. But mm-hmm. when they were talking about a live action Aladdin, I really wanted him to play Aladdin. <laughs> I was like, he'd be perfect. But yes, But I, I absolutely love the guy that they uh, didn't end up choosing. And I think he got his like... He mimics his voice really well. Like, yeah. Good, good acting. He literally looks just like the anime character. Exactly. Kind of I was like, wow, okay, maybe you guys actually chose correctly. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave Patel could have been a really good choice. I love um, him, but also he has to keep the long hair. Yes, of course. Yes. Yes. Oh. Um, so for my thesis, I chose Robert Sheehan. Sheehan? From Umbrella Academy. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just, because, like, he has, like... I don't know the hair and like he could be like super soft spoken yeah. and the fact that he has like a Paraguayan boyfriend. Oh yes, yes. I was like it could be perfect. Amazing, yes. I love it. So there's our highlights. I'm so excited to right? I know it took me so long to figure out a healing, and I think was the hardest one for me. But um, I think the hardest were the winter court for me. Right. <sighs> I love them. <laughs> okay, so after the meeting, Farah. <laughs> Misses the most obvious stuff, but puts together the most I was laughing so shit. fucking hard. She puts it together uh, because Lucian's mom and Helian had an affair. She puts it together that Helian is Lucian's father. Yeah. Which made me f- so, like, I was laughing my ass off. And I remember texting Bridget. I was like, this bitch can't figure out that the riddle, the answer to a simple ass riddle is love. But give her five seconds in a room with Helian and she can put together the, like the biggest secret probably in like this whole yeah. place. And even like down the bond, she tells it to Reese and he's like, oh, my fucking God. He's right. like, don't tell anybody. And Reese is like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize or like I didn't even put that together. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, how old are you guys? And you no one, no one <laughs> thought to put this together. And they even kind of hint at the fact that Baron kind of knows because Baron's never really liked Lucian. Yeah. And Lucian is his mother's favorite child. Like, there's so many hints that Mm -hmm. I'm like, really? No one put this together? Are Baron and Lucian's mom mated? I don't think so. Okay. Because I think they've kind of hinted that Helian and her were like in love with each other. Yes. But it just like didn't. Something. Oh, crap. I forget. He says something that like something happened and oh, i can't remember what it was because they met each other separately but i think baron was actually supposed to marry her older sister mm-hmm. and then they were attacked and um helian goes and saves them yeah but um her sisters i think multiple sisters actually i think she yeah. had multiple sisters but she's the only one that lived because her sister saved her and he takes her back and because of that they kind of like have a little thing mm-hmm. but because her older sister was dead then she ends up marrying baron yeah and that becomes like a but he, I forget, there is a moment where she was, like, wanting to run away with him. Yeah. And he didn't show up. Like, he was like, nah, I can't do that. And, like, forced her I think it's to marry. It straight up would have been a war. Yeah, something much. like that. I can't really remember. Damn it, I forget. But it was, all like, these, this moving story. And it, you were just, like, like no. mimicking the love triangle, that right. the main love triangle, because Helian could have been Reese. He could have stolen yeah. her from Baron, but he's like no i'm not like right. i can't do that yeah. but reese is like i'm gonna do what the fuck i want well She's they also mate. made it so. <laughs> I know. but i don't think helian and um i think yeah i don't think helian and lucian's mom ever made it either yeah for the mating bond of a little click. sad which i do love the fact though that Calias and vivian like mentioned when their bond clicked oh, and that they're God. like because Calias was in love with vivian since they known each other when they were little yeah and he didn't say anything to her until amarantha attacked and he was just like hey 
I love you. And he kissed her and then left. And she yeah. was like, what? And then she was stuck on, or he was stuck under the mountain. Yeah. And she was protecting. Years? Yeah. She was yeah. protecting, um, like the kids yeah. or like the rest of their people. She pretty much becomes a high lady. Like pretty in, much. You know, yeah. Because Without she's the, the last time. one left there. Yeah. And then once Amarin or Amarin, Amarantha was defeated, he returns back and, and they get married. And then like, as they're, you know, commencing the marriage, <laughs> what, what is that called? I can't remember. They have sex for the first time, and that's like in the middle of it that it clicks, and they're just like, "Oh, we're, we're mates!" <laughs> I was like, "That's so freaking cute!" Oh, I love it. Oh. I think, I think, um, oh, that's how because they come in and they're like, "Oh yeah, my mate," and more like quickly like head snaps, and she's like, "You're what?" <laughs> and then that's when really, more is best friends with everybody. Yeah, of course. But she's like really good friends with Vivian, and mm-hmm. that's when Vivian kind of tells her like when the bond like clicked in, and she was like, "Oh." <laughs> I love Vivian so much. So cute. Okay. So, um, well, they're having like a, mm, they're all like hanging out in their hotel room, basically. <laughs> I mean, like a powwow. More goes off with Helian and mm-hmm. Nesta starts feeling like very sick. Oh, that's and right. She says that something bad is about to happen and they all need to leave immediately. And then they feel this like huge ripple of power go over the land and everyone just knows instantly that the cauldron has destroyed the wall. Mm-hmm. and they're like oh fuck and this is like where yeah. everything just like this is the where the final this is another is scene because i remember nesto was like no something's wrong and fair was like no you were fine and she's like no bitch and then she's like oh okay and even reese is like yeah no we'll patrol like they patrol the mm-hmm. whole area they check in with amarin back at Valaris. Fine. they're like no i don't nothing's wrong and she's like something is going to happen <laughs> listen to nesta <laughs> right like, i mean sometimes mm-hmm. don't listen to her but this time listen to her it's not pms right. this time okay <laughs> not this one time and i'm but allowed yeah. to say that okay but it just made me laugh because the entire time fair was like i think you're just like worrying and nesta's like oh no God. bitch <laughs> listen to me <laughs> okay so Feyre and the others um decide that they need to go into the mortal realm mm-hmm. mortal realm to meet with grayson Ooh. and they bring Elaine, they like glamour Elaine as a human and they winnow to Grayson's manor to plead with Elaine's fiance and his father to basically shelter as many humans as they can and mm-hmm. warn them like, yo, this is fucking happening. You better be prepared. Like this is happening. But yeah. shit ensues. What's his name? The I, Did I even cast him? Oh my God. I hate him. Grayson. Oh my God. I didn't even cast him. Grayson. Oh, we didn't talk about casting him. I didn't cast him either. I don't know. Pick somebody. I don't really Pick care. Pick somebody. <laughs> Yeah, like some normal even, looking human yeah, boy. Grayson is the, the dad, right? And then the fiance. I just call him the fiance. I don't even give him a name. Oh, I thought I thought Grayson was the son. Or is that their last name? I think it's their last name, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, whatever. So he's not worth it. <laughs> right. So uh Elaine, I can't even remember your name, you're obviously not that important. Yeah. So Elaine is like I'm, I'm okay. And then yeah. he's like, No, I fucking know that you're fake. You're not this isn't working. Yeah. I'm rejecting you. Like, give me the ring back. And right. And she doesn't. Right? She keeps it. I think she keeps it. Yeah. yeah. But everyone's like, oh my God. Like, Nesta's like, leave her alone. Like, everyone yeah. just, oh. Yeah. That was even, so I think sad. even his dad's like, whoa, buddy. Like, why don't you go do something back there? Like, because yeah. he's like threatened. He has like a five year old temper tantrum. Yeah. They're in their house is also like a fortress. Like, a they're bunker. very, yeah. like, these guys voted for Trump for sure. 
they're very like anti-faith they're yeah. they built a wall around their house they built a wall and it also seems like they have like two checkpoints to actually get into their house because yeah. don't they stop at like the first one yeah they don't even come in they're yeah. like at the first yeah barrier. they're like oh you wait here and he'll come to you and i'm like yeah. how big is this place like jesus and pharaoh was like already sus when she found out elaine and him were engaged she's just like that guy who his house like oh no he's not right. gonna be happy with your sister like he's never gonna accept us and now that you're fae yeah because not accept um, you. her ring is like made out of iron right yeah which is doesn't it's supposed to be like worn fae off which is bullshit yeah and they're just like huh, that's cute <laughs> it's like garlic with vampires it just isn't <laughs> exactly it's a lie tis a myth mm-hmm. and oh who shows up durian yeah always popping in yeah because durian was the one that told him right about the sisters and stuff yes i want to say yes because journey was there well, he's already prepared them yeah pretty much he came he... in and was like hey humans i'm mm-hmm. gonna be your man i'm gonna help you out <laughs> so he shows up and he reveals that he's been spying against hybern this whole time and that he's on their side basically he's on the side of the humans yes like no matter what which duh because ever <laughs> since he was brought back i'm like this doesn't make sense he was on the human side before right. why would the high king of highburn and amarantha like why would they bring him back to make him their pawn like he has no reason to fight for them right so i was always like this guy doesn't make sense it's true and i was so happy when i found out he was like planning this all along yeah like because i think um at this point they've already been trying to get a hold of miriam and draken and they're Mm -hmm. like yeah they've gone silent like the island that they were on is empty like i can't like there's nothing we can do and they think it's because Mm -hmm. like they found out that Jurian was like looking into them and trying to figure out where they were. Mm-hmm. So, but then he find out that that was like a warning. He was like trying to reach out to them to be like, "Hey, Highburn's coming. Please hide." <laughs> uh, so he's been scheming this whole time, which I kind of love. Right. I I was very like yes, substance. Uh, so he also says that Tamlin has betrayed the High Lords. Like right after the meeting, he pieced off to go straight back to the king and pretty much they plan on attacking the summer court again right like pretty soon or they chose like from a coast and they're like oh the coast interesting mm-hmm. yeah so yeah he drops that bomb on them um, these bitches <laughs> so the illyrians are now there oh that's right they like i think they winnow right or no not winnow do they winnow they went out to like a like a ridge above the summer court mm-hmm. and that's where like where they kind of plant everything yeah so Everyone's fighting except for Nesta, Elaine, Feyre, and more. They're all kind of up watching the battle down below. But Which more is pissed me off. No, I was so but annoyed. We'll talk about that later. But more is kind of like you Very know, on antsy. her tiptoes the whole time, and she's watching Cassian and As like, have oh my you, god, have you seen Remember the Titans? Yeah, more is baby Hayden Panettiere oh yelling from the bleachers She'd be a like, great more. Hayden Panettiere, yeah. she would be a good more. But that that's who more is at that moment. Just like, yeah. come on, what is that? Like, get in the game. Yeah. Like yelling and from Feyre the sidelines. And Feyre's like, just go. Just yeah. go. Just like, like, I'll be on. here with my sisters. Because this is the first time Elaine and Nesta have, like, gone with them. Yeah. And, and someone like, needs to, everything. like, protect them, I guess. Makes sense yeah. because the king is kind of after them. So someone right. has to be with them. Yeah, just to make sure. So, yeah, Feyre's like, more, just go. But Feyre feels like something is off. And she basically pieces out, sneaks off to go find the Cyril. She lies to more. Mm-hmm. that bitch yeah she tells nesta straight up like i'm going yeah and then elaine, so right back. <laughs> elaine helps her locate the like location oh, of the Cyril. Right. he's like oh well he's coming yeah to he's you. like flying this way so meet mm-hmm. him halfway yeah and it's yeah so and she, where exactly does she meet them 
by the weaver's cottage <laughs> pretty close right so um, she ends up finding the sorrel and learns from him or it monster yeah uh, learns that nesta can find the cauldron with her power she can locate it and she nullify it like it's all about nesta and the sorrel is about to tell her something else <sighs> when it is hit by an arrow by ianthe and some highburn soldiers some highburn thugs yeah oh should we refresh on who the voices we chose for the serial <laughs> it's one of my favorite things we've done in this like little I, chunk of episodes i did tom hiddleston and i did rooney oh, mara rooney mara yeah <laughs> yeah so Feyre, okay she leads them to the weaver's cottage and traps them inside because i don't think they know that the weaver no. is there but no. she's like yo i p- bought my wedding ring from here so <laughs> i actually thought that was really really smart of Farah to be like i'm gonna leave them because she's like hiding behind the door like waiting to like spring the trap yeah. and the weaver's like what did you bring me and there's like a snack <laughs> and then i think she walks in and then like slams yeah. the door and she just like hears the ripping apart of oh yeah and i bodies i casted helena bohm carter for and i chose weaver. uh katie mcgrath yes uh, or Evergreen, but Katie McGrath. <laughs> yes. Katie McGrath is the one that I... Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Feyre traps them in the Weaver's cottage and lets <laughs> the Weaver have her way with them. And then... She hears their screams in the distance. And then she returns to the Searle and holds its hand while it dies. I was so, like, this bitch. This I was like, the dead. one character I cry about and it's the fucking Searle. <laughs> I was like, how could she? And the fact that, like, at the end, it's just like, do me a favor leave the world better than how you found it like oh that's God. all it wants from her i was like <laughs> it's so sad oh, i'm still emotional about it right okay so after she learns this information she goes back more is pretty fucking pissed off at Farah for peacing out on her like that because that's for good pretty reason. much what reese did to them like yeah. he's self-sacrificing yeah and she's like you're my fucking high lady you can't just do that to me that line like cut me because she at one point looks at her and she goes you don't trust me like that's what that makes me feel like is the fact that you can't trust me with what your plans and that's why you lied to me and i was like "Ooh, like ouch (laughs) they have like their first fight (laughs) yeah so they're kind of not talking to each other for a little bit um nesta uses her powers or her abilities to locate the cauldron but by using her powers, it's basically a two-way connection. So meaning the cauldron knows where they are. Yes. It's like Frodo putting on the ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, much. my God. Why didn't I never think about that? But yeah, pretty much. Uh, so <laughs> this results in the... Hello, Clyde. <laughs> her puppy. My dog can hear us. Aww. So this results in the kidnapping of Elaine one night. This and fucking scene. You were screaming because... They feel like something bad is happening. Feyre, Nesta, and Amran all gather. Because they've all been made, so they can all feel when something else that has been made is, like, in the area. Which makes sense. What's happening? Something's off. And it's like, who is missing? I was literally in my car (laughs) yelling. I was like, yeah, one, two, three. There's four of you. Where's the fourth one? Like, why can't you guys put this together? And they're like, oh, it it just left. And I was like, you really think the cauldron just left? Like, the most powerful thing in your world would just creep in and be like oh this is where they're camping that's cool okay see you guys Mm -hmm. like i was so mad (laughs) i was so mad because they're like oh look one two three of us Eh, we're all here and i'm like no you're not i was like see this is why you need lucian because lucian would have been like where's my mate yeah (laughs) lucian would have known so many problems would have been solved if lucian just stuck around with them but someone had to go find the phoenix queen right oh that's true and i also love that amarin came out of varian's tent like wearing varian's shirt (laughs) 
<laughs> she's like wearing very just imagine shirt. it's like huge on her <laughs> right and she just comes running out like little lana condor <laughs> just comes running it. out in a big old shirt and she's like what's going on <laughs> oh it'd be so it. cute <laughs> so um Feyre decides that they need to go to the Highburn camp and she shapeshifts into the form of Ianthe because she literally yeah. just killed her. And she uses one of Asriel's siphons. Yes, and Asriel's with tool. her as well. Uh, sneaky, so they sneaky. sneak into the Highburn camp. Asriel's assisting her. They run into Jurian, who is like, what the fuck you guys doing here? Right. But he's like, okay, Elaine's over there. I love and- <laughs> how immediately he's like, please tell me you killed her before you came here. Yeah. And Feyre, like, Feyre's like trying to play as Ianthe and he's just like, Please tell me you like took care of her before no. you did this stupid idea. And she's like, "Oh, hi, Jurian. Yeah, no worries. She's dead." And he's like, "All right. Well, um, you've been trying to get my pants all week, so please like try a little Blood harder." With me. Yeah. <laughs> she's that like, made me laugh so it. hard because I like in Farrah's mind, I bet she was just like, "Of course, this bitch was trying to get into Jurian's pants. Like, why am I not all surprised?" <laughs> oh my god, this <laughs> Jurian just cracks me up now, knowing that he's like, you know, a double spy, right? Or not a double spy, a spy. So. He tells them where Elaine is, and then he also helps them escape with a captured human. And I love that. He's like, right, because he sees Pharaoh like looking at her, and he's like, "You don't like, you can't, like, you yeah. can't, like, you don't have time. It's either it's either your sister or her. You cannot take both." And she's, she's like, like, "I have to take both." Yeah, she's like, "I will not leave her." Mm-hmm. And Jurian's like, oh, "Fine, okay, I'll make a diversion. I'll grab the girl. You meet this at this ledge. I'm dumping the girl there, and then you're on your own." Yeah, <laughs> pretty much Indiana Jones style. Okay, so everything goes pretty smoothly, uh, but as they're leaving, they're being chased by Highburn hounds, and Asriel gets his wings shredded. Again. No, no, just kidding. It was Cassian last time. time. This time is Asriel. So he's carrying the girl and Elaine. And Elaine. And then Feyre is, like, behind them, trying to fend off everything that's going on, but there's so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. The hounds are, like, nipping at her ankles. Yeah, they're chasing them, but who intercepts the hounds? Who has one redemption moment? Tamlin. Tamlin. Comes back. Yes. I'm like, well, at least you know he still loves her. (laughs) So I feel like, well, he saves them, basically, and they end up escaping. And she, like, looks behind and sees that he gets... I did think it was a little... It was a nice little touch, the fact that, like, she... The way, like, she got off the mountain is because Mm -hmm. she felt, like, a warm spring air. And you're just like, oh, wonder who could have sent that off. And it's just, like, one last little gift. But I feel like if he died there, it would have been nice. Yeah, but you do realize if he would have died there, Reese would have actually died. Right? Fuck. Okay. Right? Fine. That's the thing. And plus, like, I, um, we talked about this before, like, when I got to this part, I was like, oh, Tamlin. And she was like, yeah, but wouldn't it be really, like, a really cool redemption death? And I was like, yeah, except for he wouldn't have died. Like, the Mm -hmm. King of Highburn wouldn't have let him die. The King of Highburn would have taken him back and, like, tortured him. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So it's like, meh. Mm. But yeah. But yeah, you need him because his little life essence wouldn't have made Reese. Reese would have actually died. Fine. He can stay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Back at their camp, as the High Lord forces are uniting together, they're all showing up with their posse. Uh, Mor and Feyre make up, and Mor reveals that she is more romantically attracted to women than men, and that she could never love Asriel. So she's like bisexual. Yeah, but leans I feel more like, towards women. Yeah, romantically, she can only be with like women, which is why she can never love Asriel the way that Az right. loves her. And she doesn't want to like break his heart. She wants to be friends with him. But so she's kind of like not <sighs> so sad. Right. Favor's like, just tell him and he'll, right. he'll stop 
If <laughs> anyone would fully understand and be fully supportive, it would be Asriel. I mean, yeah. all of them would be supportive of her. But, like, I get, like, I don't know. I have, like, issues with authors who, like, make an LGBTQ member, mm-hmm. but then, like, put it, like, literally put them in a closet and, like, never actually, like... I don't know. It just makes me feel like she put her in there just so she can be like, "Hey, look, like I have an LGBTQ plus like yeah. me- like person in my book. Like here she is." But then like never does anything with it. Mm-hmm. It's just like a trait that she just happens to have. Yeah, which is just like hopefully it- she gets more. Exactly. Like hopefully more gets more. Um. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully more gets happiness, just like in yeah. general. But it's like it does explain a few things, and it does like make the plot holes kind of be filled in as to like why she never actually loved Azriel. But mm-hmm. it's like this poor girl has been like alive for like hundreds of years and she's never once been able to tell her family like the people who Mm -hmm. she trusts the most about this like i don't know i know it's just a little i just wish that more i was would be able to be bisexual and be like out and be happy and to be like look this is okay i don't have to hide it from people that i have literally lived with for 500 Mm -hmm. years and trust with my life but not completely because (laughs) i keep the secret from them you know it's just (laughs) i know i get frustrated when people do that yeah and it's not fair to ads a bit but right and it also ads should kind of take a hint yeah yes so yeah. i just want everyone to be happy speak because it's just like be happy it's just it, and it's also a little like mentally damaging to more because the only reason why she slept with helion was to kind of like deter asriel and it's like yeah you can't live your whole life deterring people from your sexuality like hopefully right. she, she'll come out on her own time and yeah later on i i want more from her i don't like i i'm kind of sad that she's a side character you right know? right and oh my god at this point all of them could have like their own spinoff book oh and I, I would read all of it too much so highburn's final attack begins and reese orders that they need to winnow as many humans to safety as they can all the mm-hmm. ones that are close to the wall and Feyre decides now's the time because i might die tomorrow might as well go retrieve this ouroboros mirror and get right. the carver to their side so um, she goes to retrieve the mirror. She looks into it and she sees um, a monstrous version of herself. It's all scaly. It's disgusting. It's supposed to show like you're the truest version of yourself, like yeah. all the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. But um, she eventually like finds it to be like beautiful and she like accepts it. Yeah. And it's basically her making peace with all the shit she's done, all the shit she's been through. And she ends up winning the mirror. She brings it back to the carver and he's like, huh? So I don't really need this. I just wanted you to prove that you were worthy. Right? Like, I fucking love that. I just need to prove yourself to me. But thanks. Yeah. Like, he's like, I mean, if you would have broken down and become like a crazy person, then I would have been like, yeah, okay, I'll just stay in here. (sighs) I just love it so much. I'll join you, I guess. Right? So the Weaver, the Bone Carver, and Briaxis, they all end up joining the front lines of the battle. Which that is like my favorite scene because mm-hmm. I remember like Feyre thinks she's being all sneaky like, hey Reese, got you a present and he's like, here they are. And it's like the Bone Carver and um, Briaxis and mm-hmm. that's when she reveals that she has like more tattoos down her back as like the bonds. Oh yeah. And then he's like, oh how funny, I got you a gift too. And he brings in the Weaver and it's just like, <laughs> how did I he bring this? the Weaver? Did I can't remember say? like how he actually like gets her to come with him i don't know if he ever like plan like actually uh, tells pharaoh but i just love how it's like i just imagine them like just looking at the battlefield like hey babe got you something oh, really i got you something <laughs> and it's just these uh, monsters to help them kill and people. the scene is like so cool i have such a perfect image of it like all the the armies there and then just right. these three creatures in front i mean one of them you can't really look at because he's right, so like, like a black blob yeah <laughs> black misty goo 
corpse husband choke me, like me, but you love me. <laughs> I love it. Imagine. Oh my god. I love oh man. Jesus. I'm sorry, corpse. Right. Oh, and um, <laughs> what's it called? The bone carver chose the body of a young Illyrian. Oh yeah. Like that's what he wanted. He wanted mm-hmm. to be like a young Illyrian, and I always thought that'd be pretty interesting. If he was looking differently to everyone that looked at him, he would probably be like distracting to right. the, the army that he's well remember he of. had to choose the body mm-hmm. he has to choose the body to actually get out of oh, yeah. azkaban so that's the body that he chose was um <laughs> that's just what i'm calling it I know. <laughs> um he yeah. chose the body of a young illyrian which that's i thought was cool. very interesting i was just like does he have a crush on cassian <laughs> my favorite bits during the battle was when they kind of cut like Feyre looks over to see what the yeah. monster's doing one of them has like a like a cleaver and it's just like mm-hmm. like cutting everyone down i was like oh, yeah i want to see it so Right, I really, I oh, the like effects that they would use on the weaver to just like tear everyone apart. Like and you know, she has this the crowd. crazy smile exactly. on her, and like her eyes are like, like on ooh. fire. Oh. Ooh, okay, HBO, come on. <laughs> so, who arrives at the last minute once again? Tamlin, Baron, and Grayson's Humi, Humi, human army, Humi, <laughs> Humi army. They all join the fight as well. So. Which I just, <laughs> I just pictured this moment as like two towers when like, oh, look to the east on the third night. <laughs> and then it's like, there comes Gandalf and it's just like Tamlin and Baron like running down the oh. hill, like coming to save everybody. That's how I pictured that. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the riders of okay. Rohan. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So uh, Nesta is still able to sense the cauldron and when it's about to use its power. Oh, that's and it basically right. uses its power as like this giant beam of like, I imagine it like a beam of light mm-hmm. or power and just kind of obliterates anything that's yeah. in its path. Just kind of like shreds them. And she senses that it's next going to strike where Cassian is. The Illyrian forces that yeah. are up in the sky. And it's going to strike right where Cassian is. So she, she just starts him down. screaming. She's like, Cassian, like going fucking crazy because she knows if she calls for him, he'll come. He'll come down. Yeah. Ugh. So he comes down like, yo, babe, what's up? I mean, he doesn't yeah, he's babe. just like, oh, shit, she's and in then trouble. And then the beam hits. hits exactly where he was. And they're like, oh, fuck. Like, right. we almost lost one of our yeah. people. Oh, and then as his wings are still healing and he just wants to go fight. Oh. And Reese is like, no, you're not going to fight. And they have that moment. Oh. And he's like, Reese, come on. And he's like, fine. <laughs> he's like, we're all going to die. Right. Let me go with my people. Like, come right. on. So oh. cute. I was like that whole moment when he like gives them like a little pep talk and he's like you are my family and he like he talks about how um oh man it's a beautiful quote I wish I could find but I don't have it at the top of my head do you want to pause when we look it up oh yeah okay we're gonna fact check all right I found it (laughs) all right so it's after he like he like slowly goes through each character and like gives them like their own special little pep talk which like almost brought me to tears but then he goes um, we will walk out into the field and only accept death when it comes to haul us away to the other world. We will fight for life, fight for survival, fight for our futures. But if it is decided by the tapestry of fate or the cauldron or the mother that we do not walk off that field today, the great joy and honor of my life has been to know you, to call you my family, and I am grateful, more than I can possibly say, that I was given this time with you all. And then Amran turns around and goes, we are all grateful for sand more than you know. Ah. And it's just like, ugh, what a cute little, Amarin. Oh my yeah, so it's like a cute little family moment. And it was just like, ugh. I remember like listening to that and I was like, oh God, <laughs> terrified that one of them was actually going to die. My babies. Okay, so everyone's making last minute appearances. Who else appears? But Feyre's father. <laughs> oh my God, this, I was like, who the, like, everyone's coming to this party just like left and right. <laughs> they come from the sea. <sighs> okay, so Feyre's father. Lucian with the Firebird Queen and her little army, as well as Miriam, Draken, and their kin who all survived the last war. The Seraphins? Seraphins. 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're all coming in on the yeah. ships. Because I think um, a horn, they hear like a horn or something, and Rasan's like, oh my god, and like <laughs> flies up, and I can't remember if he like grabs Favor or something, or mm-hmm. like they take off into the sky, and they have like a conversation like, hey, brother, yeah. looks like you need some help, and like they're just talking away, and <laughs> talking in the battle down below. Yeah, oh, like, I you. guys, <laughs> people are dying, and they're like, oh, how's the weather over there? Like, yeah. we try to find you. And then Favor's dad is like at the yeah the front of one of the ships right like because it. yeah because the dad's like oh yeah we were like kind of ran into these other guys i don't know they call him like the prince of merchants or something yeah. and they was like my father he kind of <laughs> pieced out and they didn't know well he went some i forget i kind of well, forget where he, he went off to. um he left a note or something and told the girls that he was going to a very important meeting to talk about the information that they had just found out which was the fact that like highburn was coming yeah and so they just thought he was going on like some merchant business but really their dad was being a badass motherfucker yeah and going to like round the troops I and going to find vasa pretty like it was out of left field like i kind of forgot about the dad and i thought right. we were never gonna but when he came in and then all of the archeron sisters like having this reaction right. they're like oh my god our dad oh and when you find out what the boats are named <sighs> like he named pharah and elaine but the boat that he was riding on was named nesta <sighs> and it's just like yeah <laughs> just imagine this old guy right <laughs> this rickety old man Amazing. that we chose <laughs> Um, oh, who did you cast for him? I chose, well, I actually chose a rickety old man. I chose Bill Nye, the British actor that's in like um, About Time and oh, that one Christmas movie. Love Actually. And you chose, I think, the dad I'm from Hill House. I picked, uh, yeah, Henry Thomas. Yes. He was, he's also Not the such kid. a rickety old man. <laughs> the kid in E.T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. an older gentleman. Picking all these people from Hill House, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Summer Court's basically Black Panther, so. <laughs> Pretty much. Summer Court's just Wakanda <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> Tropical Wakanda. <laughs> Tropical Wakanda. Okay, so the cauldron ends up killing the bone carver and a lot of the <sighs> night court's army that broke my heart because he looks at Farah. he like hears it and he like Farah like looks at him and he turns back and like just smiles at mm-hmm. her like a like pure he smile and yeah. he's just like bye and then oh. it just obliterated and i was like it was fun fucking Bro- with you yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> like remember me bitch <laughs> like oh uh, okay so nesta uses her power to distract the king mm-hmm. like imme- initially they all planned it was going to be amarin elaine nesta and Farah. they were all going to go to the cauldron yeah to nullify it but um, then i forget like elaine just can't move she's just like yeah elaine's just like whoa and then nessa's mm-hmm. because the cauldron's being used and the cauldron's kind of like yeah. fighting back she's like falling apart so then amarin's like all right just me and you kid yeah so Nesta is distracting the king while Amran and Feyre run to the cauldron. So Feyre believes that they're going to go there, place their hands on the cauldron, nullify spell, it, nullify it, and then be done. But when Feyre touches it, she becomes frozen. And Amran is like, eh, I kind of lied to you. And right. then jumps in the fucking cauldron. Right. That part was <laughs> so God. weird because like the way she paced it, it yeah. kind of dragged out. So you were like, what is Amran doing? Because we're like, like cutting back and forth. Yeah. And she was like, Amran lied and, like, to me. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I thought it was like something bad. She's like, like I thought, she betrayed me. I'm yeah. Like, I was like, the way Feyre was talking yeah. about it, I was like, wait, did Amran just like fight for Highburn? Yeah, like, what is I was happening? So, like, She's not, she just didn't tell you the whole truth. Right. She was just trying to be a badass without you being like, no. Mm -hmm. Because only Feyre can be self-sacrificing, apparently. (laughs) Only Feyre and Rasand. So Amran jumps into the cauldron and she unbinds herself from her human body instead of nullifying it. Mm -hmm. And then from here you think like, oh, this is going to play out. We're going to see what happens with Amran. Nope. It cuts back over to Cassian and Nesta. Bitches. So Nesta and Cassian are fighting against the king. And And they have such a lovely moment. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, oh, also, Papa Archeron is there, and the king ends up Aww. slaying him. Yeah. Nesta sees this happen, and Nesta and Cassian are, like, not enough to fight the king. Cassian is like, leave, like, just go. And she's yeah. like, nope. She's like, I'm not she leaving you. She covers her body with yeah. his, and they basically resign to die. Like shields him. Together. They do not admit their like, feelings for each other. Right. But they, like, Pompeii it. But they're they do. Like, like, Pompeii. <laughs> they're just like, we're going to hold each other and they go do, down. They like, do Pompeii, Titanic. <laughs> they do this kind of shit all the time. Right. Like, life or death with these two, but they will not say that they right. even like each other. But I'm willing to hold you and we die together. But I don't love you. I am so excited for their book. Oh my god, I'm going to combust. Okay, so they resign to die together. And who stabs the king in the back of the throat? Elaine. Mm-hmm. Mm. I loved it. I was like, Elaine? Right. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the? With Asriel's sword, no less. Yes. Like, ooh. I remember when Azriel gave her that sword and everyone's it like, strikes true, right? That's like that's his favorite it, sword and he just handed it off to Elaine. It never misses its mark. No, pretty much. Yes. Oh my God. So she stabs it in the, or stabs it. The king isn't it. <laughs> she stabs him in the back of the neck and then Nesta delivers the killing blow and beheads him with the After knife. After she like twists the yeah. knife in his neck and then finally like. Nesta's fucking cray. Yeah. She's a psychopath. Can't wait to break <laughs> open that shell. Poor Cassie's on the floor like oh my god. Like slowly dying this, and he's just like. <laughs> this family that I've. Right. He's like Reese what the fuck did you get us all into? Uh, my in-laws are crazy my <laughs> wife is crazy oh my god so the battle is continuing through all of this and we're thrown back in the perspective of Feyre Amran has unleashed herself upon oh yeah the well because this whole entire time we kind of get like a because Feyre is able to see the whole battle through the cauldron yeah. and the cauldron's oh, yeah, like sneaking around so Feyre like... also sees her dad die because the cauldron's like sneaking around the whole battlefield and she sees that happen and then she sees everything happen and then she also sees like Rassand mm-hmm. in his true form and also Helene in his true form and they're kind of like I love the true form battling set. and then like it comes back to where she's at mm-hmm. she gets like pulled back out how did you imagine Amran's true form I don't because they ball kind of light of, they kind of lead it like she can fly right and something fiery so everyone's like she's a dragon that's a, what a lot of people <sighs> say and that she's gonna bring fire and death like that's That'd her be thing. Sick ass. So I imagine she's like kind of dragony, but also has this bright light on her. Like I just assumed like a light where you can like kind of see a figure, mm-hmm. like kind of maybe see something out yeah. of it, but not really be able to tell because they talk about her race and how they're not. They were just like there. They were never really given form mm-hmm. or anything. So I never actually gave her like a true form. I just yeah. imagine like this ball of light that just rains down upon them. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so cool to see right hbo right <laughs> i would love like sarah j mass to like draw mm-hmm. it out kind of like see yeah. how like how she thought it or but when amran like unleashes herself she pretty much knows when she is not bound to a body she's gonna go fucking ape shit and she can only keep her mind like sane for like a short amount of time to wipe yes. out the enemies before she starts attacking like her friends yeah also so, she'll forget who they are yeah oh my god and varian is there when she's unbinding herself and right, oh. he makes it to the cauldron and he's like wait and he's actually like breaking yeah he's always been so stoic and at this point he's just like and then she talks about like how she like never knew what love was and then she talks about like how she would watch the humans and just be like i don't really know what that is and then she's like but i think i could have figured it out with you and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so hammer and herself just goes fucking batshit against the enemies oh it's just like oh i want to see it so bad right 
Okay, so she unleashes herself on the enemies before she basically burns herself out. And the cauldron... Yeah, she just kind of fizzles out like Calcifer. <laughs> and then the cauldron begins to collapse in on itself. So Creating like this weird black hole. Yeah. I'm just sucking everything in. Mm-hmm. So um, the battle's pretty much over. They've like won, but now Reese the, finds there's this black hole happening. Yeah. And well, it's just Feyre and Varian at this point, And they're mm-hmm. both like, we should probably get out. Yeah. <laughs> and Feyre's trying to use a spell on it, but she doesn't have enough power. And then Reese shows up and he's like, use my power. But he's kind of like out of it. Oh wait, did well. we miss? Did we skip over the whole part where like hmm? doesn't because doesn't the king of Highburn kill the weaver too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's before. I don't really can't remember. Yeah, he happens. does kill the weaver because I think it's when Favor makes it to the cave because they're following the weaver's path because she's supposed to like carve a path for them to the cauldron. Yeah. And then when she gets oh, there, she tries to be all like coy with the king of Highburn, and he ends up just like full on killing her. Yeah, with just like and just like mm-hmm. boop and like breaks her neck or something like that and pharaoh's like oh, oh she did oh man god yeah <laughs> i was like oh she was kind of the one monster that i was like eh. right when she yeah. died i was like damn like i expected a little bit more of a fight because it's supposed to be like the almighty weaver but whatever yeah so pharaoh is trying to use a spell on the cauldron and then reese uses tries to combine his power with pharaoh's but he's kind of fizzling out as well like he's done his true form he's almost yeah. like spent and by him adding his power, the cauldron starts to repair itself. But as it's doing that, it drains the life out of Reese. It's just so like, another one of like typical Farrah moments, right? Because she was like, how funny. He like didn't let me into his head and like see stuff because she was like trying to like, so why can't I talk to him? Yeah. She like tried to put her hand like on his wall and she he was like, <laughs> you're not coming in here because he knew what he was going to do. He knew he was like, when she sees self-sacrificing. When she sees what's happening, she'll be like, oh, fuck no. And she'll just like let the black hole take them all. Exactly. She 100% exactly and he was like no no favorite darling yeah. like i gotta do this so reese dies <laughs> and then so <laughs> i'm only just because we know what happens next okay yeah so Feyre is a wreck at this point she pleads with the high lords they're all kind of gathering after like witnessing what just happened and she's pleading with them to bring reese back the way that they brought her back and they're and, all like girl but you were human like i don't yeah, know if this is gonna work this is a high and she's Lord. like you have to try yeah and so they all agree they give like a bit of light to bring reese back and tamlin even gives a bit of light and he it did tells, kind of break my heart he tells pharaoh to be happy. be happy yeah, he's like be happy pharaoh and he gives her this last yeah. bit that's why he couldn't die because if he would have died that could have happened now he can die <laughs> So, um, Reese is dead for like a few paragraphs and then he, <laughs> I have so many words, but whatever. and then Reese will, we'll get there. Okay. And then Reese comes back to life. And as he's coming back to life, he sees Amarin's spirit in the cauldron. Yeah. And he asks her, her, he's back. like, Hey, you want to come back with me? And she's like, I guess. So, <laughs> cause she's just chilling. So he's like, okay. True. So he drags her out too. And she, he comes back to his body, and then she crawls out of the crawls out of the cauldron, and she's in a high fey body, like how she looked before, but she's not like all powerful anymore. Yeah, like the grays out of her eyes. Yeah. She's like a normal high fey now. Yeah, and I mean, Amron can never be normal, but <laughs> she has a normal high fey body, and yeah. So after this, they bury Papa Archeron, the sisters Aww. together, the surviving leaders, which is everyone. Well, they burn him, right? <laughs> yeah, they have like a little funeral. Yeah. Because Lucian yeah. walks in and sees the pile of ashes and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then the entire time, it's so cute because they're walking back to the group and it's like, I think it's Feyre in the middle, Lucian on one side and Elaine on the other. And Feyre's like, so what are you going to do after this? And he's like, well, I don't know if there's anything for me in Valaris. And Feyre like literally like nudges Elaine like, it's 
you fucking say something. And she and does say like, something. But... Would you like to stay? <laughs> That's like, so cute. Mm, and he's like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. God. So the surviving leaders, which is everybody, they all go back. Like, nobody dies, which I'm okay with. But also, I'm kind of like, I'm not. Someone but... should have died. Right. I, mm, I feel like Amron, if Amron died, died, it would have been fine. I would have been, I would have been okay with that. I was like, I made peace with that. Reese, it was like a I good like, death. Like, I can never reread the series if Reese died. Right. But it was so... I have a problem mm-hmm. with, like, authors doing this. Harry Potter. Right. Well, no, because Harry Potter, that made sense, though, because yeah. killing in killing himself or, like, in him dying, the whole crocs was broken. Yeah. So, like, him coming back, like, that made sense. But it's just, like, if Sarah J. Mass knew that she was just going to bring Reese back, why have him die in the first place? Like, mm-hmm. why go through all of that if you were just planning to bring him back within the next two minutes? You know what I mean? Like, not even a whole chapter went by with him why being dead. Why make us grieve for him dying? Why break Farah that much? much more just to like turn around and bring him back like why and it's just like don't kill off your characters if you're just gonna bring them back i know i i absolutely hate it (laughs) (laughs) i do you can blame george r R. martin and lee bordugo (laughs) but it's just like if you're gonna kill off characters just let them die let them die yeah i agree okay okay so everyone has a meeting with the night court all of the leaders gather uh miriam and draken agree to take the cauldron back to their little hidden island yeah and then they all begin discussions for a new treaty with the this part the made humans. me so happy because farah my it's probably well when we talk about like what our favorite parts in the book this mm-hmm. is definitely one of them but nafel walks in and farah sees her and just like snaps her head to azriel like is that her oh my god is that her and azriel just like trying so hard not to laugh and he's just like yes that's number her. one fan girl yeah and she's just like oh my god oh my god oh my god like she but just then isn't so nafel freaking out over her too she's i like, think oh my so god, you're the high lady like, yeah and she's like oh my god you're the nighthawk lady she's like oh my god you're nafel and it's just like they have this cute little moment but it made me laugh so hard because it's like nafel or she's like this being walks in and she's like i notice her wings are a little smaller mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god like it clicks and she just like looks at azriel and azriel's like yes little girl that's her like calm down like, yeah pretty um... much but i just love how she like turns to azriel and azriel's like yes yeah. Farrah, that's her that's yeah. nafel oh so and cute. then lucian decides that he's gonna go with the um the phoenix queen right yeah he's gonna he decides that he's gonna stay with her until because she mm-hmm. only her like master apparently only gave her like a short amount of time yeah. to like figure things out and like get her shit together yeah and then so lucian's gonna be like an emissary oh. and like help them out once again right uh, he's good at that right it's his job he's good at talking and then um the phoenix queen what is her name vasa vasa she oh i didn't cast her did you cast her? i did who'd you cast alicia vikander <gasps> yeah yes. because they they mention how she has like tan skin and like mm-hmm. dark red hair and purple eyes and i was like Ooh. Ooh, alicia vikander yes so yeah that's who i chose that's good i didn't cast anyone i forgot it's fine. You casted everybody else. <laughs> so many fucking people. <laughs> right? Okay, so... Um, oh, and then Vasa asks Feyre, because she's known as being a curse breaker. She's yeah. like, hey, any ideas on how to break my curse? Right. Like, can you help me out? And Feyre's like, I'll try. I'll try. Like, I'll look into it. But... Like, we'll try to figure something out for you. Yeah. And you, you helped us, I'll help you. Right. Pretty much. Which, that's another thing. Like, you introduce this character. You give her that moment. It's like, she... You know Sarah J. Mass is planning to do something with her. Yeah. So, cool. we'll see. And then people... Okay, so the weaver and the bone carver are siblings. Yes. And they have another brother. Yes. And people assume that the Lord is the other brother. Yeah, but he's a death god. Yeah. 
So it's pretty interesting. Because I think Feyre even mentions that. She's like, I wonder. And like, no, mm-hmm. might be their other brother. And like, oh boy. I just, a that'd death be so God. cool. We have another villain already. Right? Yeah. And kind of like setting that up. Like, it's just, it's a can crusher. Sorry. <laughs> but like, it's, everything's like set up like so perfectly for there to be more done with Vasa. Yeah. That I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm here. I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they meet to do a new treaty. Feyre's dressed up like the high lady that she is. Yes. She finally gets to high lady everybody. <laughs> Pop off my leash. <laughs> and then the inner court, plus Elaine and Nesta, they all return to Velaris. And, Yay! Or Velaris, and that's it. Yes. That's how it ends. Wow. We are almost at two hours. Yeah. Already. And we, and we haven't even sort sorted anybody. It's okay. fine. It's fine. This is going to be a kind of a long one. I'm sorry, but it's the last one. So we got to talk a lot. Yeah. Oh, man. We did it. We fucking did it. Whoop. There's all my notes for okay. our next book that we're going to do. I didn't hopefully. see anything. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> okay. Should we get into sorting? Yes. So who do you want to sort first? Uh, I mean, um, I guess technically the first ones we met, right? Were the twins? Yeah. Or the siblings? I mean, <laughs> what house did you put them in, Bridget? <sighs> Okay, <laughs> I hate doing this. Right, <laughs> it's like at this point, slithery. right? But I will put them in Ravenclaw. Ooh, because I, I did like kind that. of think that Highburn, the King of Highburn, you know who they would really, be Ravenclaw. Oh yeah, you know who they really, really, really reminded me of. Mm. Do you remember Legend of Korra? The two, oh my god, yeah, the water tribe, yeah, uh, siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who they reminded We're just me of. All these points to Avatar. <laughs> whoops i mean when you add elements like what other show are you gonna go to so yeah but yeah that's what they reminded me of but yeah yeah i like that putting but them in raisin just cause they were um they were scheming this whole freaking time right they were and they're both daymati yeah they're both daymati which is all the mind mm-hmm. so it's very ravenclaw yeah i like that so Ooh. i thought maybe right yeah i just want to put them i'll put them in ravenclaw even though they do have slytherin vibes right slytherin but it makes aesthetics. more sense yeah, yeah. Yes, just to give our villains more diversity. We'll put them in Ravenclaw. I like that. I concur. I also kind of put them in Slytherin, but I like that idea of them being in yeah. Ravenclaw. So. Who's next? Eris. Eris. What do you do? I put him in Slytherin. Yeah. But I don't really know. Like, him, it's hard yeah. because there's... He's like Jurian. Right. Like and I feel like he's going to turn around and be like a Gryffindor or some shit because Sarah J. Mass just keeps hinting at the fact that there's so much of him we don't know. And I'm like, like, I don't want to initially like, oh, well, he's a bad guy. Put him in Slytherin. And then he turns around and... Is just like this super evil Gryffindor mm-hmm. or something, or like <laughs> I don't know. Gryffindors can be bad, right? Or, but you know, have their morals tied up a bit. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I feel like I want to say Slytherin, but I feel like he's gonna come around and surprise all of us. Yeah. So he's kind of like Draco to be Malfoy. Ooh, like his dad Baron right? is a Slytherin. Oh yes. If so, we had to put him in a house, he right? Would be. Ooh, I like he's that very, connection. Like, um, for himself, for his oh, right. family. Self-preservation he's is very, a huge thing for him. Yeah. And then Eris is kind of like, you know, the eldest son. Right. And pretty much everyone who finds out that Feyre has like everyone's power, mm-hmm. all of them are like, don't let Baron know that you yeah. have his power because that bitch will come for you. Everyone. Like everyone. <laughs> everyone. When they all find out, they're like, oh, that's cool. No one kind of loses their shit except right. Baron. Because like, oh. I think even Helion does it. Helion's like, yeah. Oh, no, just kidding. Because Helion finds out in the meeting. But mm-hmm. someone finds out and they're like, yeah, don't let like Lucian, I know for sure, is like, don't tell my father because it won't be good like everyone's like you better keep that shit hidden from mm-hmm. baron yeah 
Um, yeah, I actually I put him in Gryffindor. Yours? Oh, how funny that yeah. I mentioned that it might be some Gryffindor because if if he wasn't in Slytherin, that's kind of where I would put him in. Yeah, because I feel like there's more to learn about him, and I don't know, he just gives me Gryffindor vibes. Right, because especially like if there is like a a secret meaning to all of this mm-hmm. stuff that he's done with more and Lucian, then I feel like it would be very either that or he's like some twisted Hufflepuff. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck twisted well, right because i mean he's he's protecting something so yeah. it's like what is it though he's like, very loyal right or he's like, just friends like, loyalties lie like, exactly that's exactly that's so like what we need to know yeah i feel like we just no. need to know more before we like throw him into a house yeah i don't have a to be determined answer on this guy. exactly he was very one that i was like i'll put him in slytherin because he's a baddie but <laughs> right to be determined on that kiddo mm-hmm. all right the high lords <laughs> Should we start with Calias and Vivian? Who, where did you put them? Calias, okay. I. <laughs> what? I feel, I don't know. I just feel like he is very Ravenclaw. Ooh, I like that. That makes so much sense, yeah. honestly, just because the poor boy like couldn't express his feelings for Vivian the entire time until it was like, oh, I might die, so I'm going to kiss you now. <laughs> yeah, he seems very like quiet, and his relationship with Reese is kind of interesting because he doesn't really trust Trust him him. Um, because of the whole things that happened with the kids right how amarantha like because the winter court tried to stand up to her and she was like oh really i'm coming after your children yeah and they all think that like reese knew about it and didn't say anything and reese is like no i tried to warn you guys Mm -hmm. and she kind of like blocked like she sent him off on some errand yeah and he had no idea by the time he found out it was too late yeah and reese is a gryffindor and gryffindors and ravenclaws are never really paired up together right they're kind of like there's not really a huge relationship dynamic but i feel like harry potter tried (laughs) what's her face cho chang cho chang cho chang sorry i'm going very potter musical (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so he just kind of gave me ravenclaw i like that vibes i don't really have much reasoning i just feel like right. i was like who would be against reese in this like weird relationship and i feel like he would be ravenclaw I right know. i originally put them i did this very quickly without actually thinking about their personalities so i put them in gryffindor but you don't know much about their personalities, exactly so. right so it's a little hard but i like now like talking like. about him and like talking about like his personality if he's not ravenclaw i think he'd actually be a little bit of a hufflepuff mm-hmm. so oh. yeah but I do like Ravenclaw because Vivian, moving on to Vivian, I think she's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I think she's yeah. just like, oh, I'm very loyal to her people, very loyal to her man, and like, we'll wait for didn't him. You, didn't we say more would probably be a Hufflepuff? Right. Just because like friends with everybody. Right. Well, and that, the second they see each other in the room, I am telling you, no house would act like this way other than two Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Seeing each other from across the way and being like, oh, oh my I know. God. I'm surrounded by Hufflepuffs exactly. all the time. You and Jane. Exactly. Because when Jane and I see each other, the first thing we do is like get very loud very quickly it's just it's a thing you put two hufflepuffs in a room we get excited very quickly yeah. with everyone else you're very quiet with exactly. with each other. You just like that off and as a hufflepuff i think she'd definitely be a hufflepuff because hearing that like fair is a high lady she'd just turn around and be like i want to be high lady like <laughs> excuse me where's my crown <laughs> right oh i love that so much i and love then- that she was the one that was like make me high lady <laughs> or Calias. Calias. Calias, he's just like, I Our mean, Calias. logically, blah, blah, blah. Right, blah, he's blah, like, blah. I mean, she's I like, guess we can do that. And she's just like, I want it now. <laughs> it's so cute. I just think she'd be okay. a really cute Hufflepuff. Oh, Ooh, Thessin. Um, Don. Thessian, I put Hufflepuff. Mm, yeah. Because he's very loyal. Or Ravenclaw. Yeah. Because aren't they the ones that make the antidote? And he's, yeah. and they're very like, 
technological savvy because mm-hmm. he's got the what is her name i feel like we should know her name the one lucian's friend i know they say it but i forget she's there for like a pair literally to walk in and be like look at my cool arm i have this thing and like yeah. she talks about how the it'll protect you from being like used against it or something but it won't protect you from like there because you know how they have like those handcuffs that mm-hmm. are part of like half a bane in it and mm-hmm. then like once they put you on she's like that won't deter you from it or if you get shot like by an arrow yeah she's like but it'll it'll help only so far yeah so. that'd be cool he was i yeah i picked him as hufflepuff too yeah just because <laughs> he's very he's kind of chill like he's very quiet yeah and he just kind of like and that, neutral I mean, and he's, he's the one territory. that chooses like his court he's just like yeah you guys can all come to my court and you guys can like yeah. have this meeting he's like just don't break the place please yeah it seems like he smokes weed right <laughs> oh he totally would just comes up all quiet doesn't he doesn't really talk that much and he's got the peregrines which i think is a very hufflepuff thing to be like my lover is part bird (laughs) oh gosh and then um helian ravenclaw (laughs) helian's really ravenclaw like Uh. that boy reads so many like he talks about how many books he has like Mm -hmm. his library and how he's like a he loves riddles and Mm -hmm. like the he's the actual like code breaker he seems very like pulls on people's strings knows (laughs) what to say yes Mm -hmm. he's kind of like a Ravenclaw, but with the Gryffindor tendencies. Right. If like, if will. he wasn't in Ravenclaw, he would have been put in Gryffindor, he's, but that mind is just so powerful. He's not shy. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, not shy at all. I think within, like, the first five seconds of meeting Feyre, he's like, hey, you want to do a threesome, me, you, and Rhysand? And she's oh like, God. what? <laughs> and Rhysand's like, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Yeah. God bless Helian. Yeah. I put him in Gryffindor, but... Oh. Yeah, I see the... The Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Did yes, we yes. get everybody? I think so. Oh, Briaxis? Briaxis. <laughs> oh, Corpse? I, <laughs> I'm only going to see him as Corpse now. You I have wonder what me. house Corpse is in. I think, I honestly think Corpse, if not a Slytherin, it would be Hufflepuff. But there's no in-between. Let's just put Briaxis in Hufflepuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, come on. You're like this internal being who could like murder anybody and the only thing you want is a friend? Oh my god the yeah. only thing you want is to have someone to talk to to tell you what the world is like outside that's all he asks for if that ain't a hufflepuff i don't know what is stop it and then vasa um i don't know i feel like there's we only like got like 10 pages of her so i don't really i didn't put yeah. her in a house because i couldn't I, I didn't i even cast her so no i did not sort her but yeah so to to be determined oh what vasa, about your probably. the other ones did you do like draken and Miriam and all um, that we don't really know much about them either so did i i don't think i did nope i did not mm-hmm. okay so we pretty much sorted everyone right the main chunk was just like the high lords yeah the high lords mm-hmm. and the baddies everyone else is we knew everyone else yeah we're not gonna go through every dear god no <laughs> okay oh did we want to talk about the novella for a little bit oh yeah what did you think about the novella I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it was because I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, it wasn't needed" or whatever. But I think it, I think it, it will play a very nice bridge mm-hmm. from the series to the next one. Yeah, especially with Nesta and Cassian, yeah. their bits. I love right. the different perspectives. Like, right, how it goes to like everyone, and I also love how it's um because I read this very close like i think at the beginning of december and you're like oh my god it's perfect because they're all like christmas shopping for each other and i was like oh, it's, it's so the cute. christmas special pretty yeah. much <laughs> it is like it's like I... the christmas episode okay my favorite bits of never it's like a posse book like there's a yeah. lot of characters oh I love shit it. we didn't do our favorite parts of the we should do favorite parts of wings and ruin oh. for... it's fine we'll just backtrack okay. what is your um so what is your oh so we forgot the book questions for wings and ruin because we've been talking about it for so long who's your favorite character in this book god. only in this book 
I don't even. Okay. I had to think about so it. So I've listed Reese and Amron. Yes. My first one was Lucian. My second one was Tarquin mm. or Cassian. So we're the third book in this particular book. Like who stood out to you I the mean, most? Pretty much, who is your favorite High Lord? <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. That's the question. Um, I probably Helian. No, that's what I was so gonna say. Freaking, like, right? I every scene he was in, I was just like, yeah, yeah this guy. I definitely like <laughs> wanted more of him. I was just like, no, wait, bring him back. I love it. And plus, he's Lucian's father. Yeah. So. God, I just keep like, hmm. right? They're right next to each other. You're like, you guys don't feel any sense of connection whatsoever. Right. Well, I think that's another thing. When Helian walks in the room, Feyre kind of has like a mini like in her head like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god because they're both in the same room and she's like looking at both of them and she's like oh yeah look at that jaw look at that nose like they're definitely like siblings mm-hmm. or father Related. and son yeah made me uh, laugh so, so yeah he's your fave too probably. Yeah, probably yeah he's very sassy i love it you always love the sassy character i do i do and then my favorite part is the battle at the winter court with uh Eris brothers oh, shit, and then yes. when cassian has yes, yes, yes. because it's like i love reunions but this right. was like so fucking epic right and i was just like i have such a clear image right. in my brain i kind of forgot that happened in this book because i feel like we talked about that so long ago <laughs> so yes um i'm gonna piggyback and say that's also my favorite part because it's also just like the grand reveal of mm-hmm. that's my high lady and you're just like oh okay if that's not my favorite then it's definitely the meeting where Feyre says like my favorite line of the sun was out the day i left you Ooh. like Ooh. which leads into my least favorite bit like i love oh, the, the meeting of the yeah. high lords but i hate like tamlin just being a fucking five-year-old and just sitting there and being yeah. like she's his slut like she cheated on me she's this she's that she, 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 she. everyone's and it's like, like shut the fuck up tamlin right, everyone's like, like we're trying a- to have a civilized meeting this here this is not an episode of the bachelor <laughs> <laughs> shut up right um so for my least favorite part it's pretty much any time there was a battle because i absolutely hated that Feyre did not fight once because it's just, ugh, it just drove me so mad that, like, the entire time she's training, the entire time she's doing it, and then all of a sudden, once it comes to the actual battle, because, like, she did the one where they attacked Valaris, she participated in yeah. that, and she even participated in the attack on the Summer Court. Mm-hmm. But now, all of a sudden, After it's, that, yeah, like, this whole time, watching. she's like, oh, well, I'm not, like, good at, like, choreographed fighting, or, like all their stances and stuff and they're like shield wall or whatever that's vikings but like you know what i mean like she doesn't know that like she's not been trained like together all of a sudden she's like i can't fight with you guys like Mm -hmm. i have to sit up here on the top of the mountain and i was like it was very much of a letdown because this entire time she's training with cassian on how to strengthen herself and i really just wanted like this badass moment where she just like i wanted her to rip them apart to shreds like mm-hmm. using all of their powers yeah. like going in there and being like i'm all the high lords bitch oh, and I being didn't like realize that. rip into that them like oh i wanted it so bad and the fact that i didn't get it and every fight scene she's just like i'm gonna hang out here with my sisters it's like you're the avatar come on she's literally <laughs> the avatar she can literally like handle all four elements and it's just like and she's been training with them mm-hmm. and she like spends the other two books like literally just preparing for this moment and then is just like yeah i'm a tap out and i hated it i absolutely hated it i thought you would have said um when ianthe's trying to force oh, herself force on herself lucian. on lucian i only would have hated that if they would have left him yeah. and that would have definitely been like my least favorite part but mm-hmm. the fact that she like got into her head and is like you will never touch another man i was like oh fuck Smash okay thanks Feyre. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so no not that part didn't i mean i was like cringing that whole entire part because i was like "Ooh, i don't like this Ooh, i don't like this and then Feyre saved the day but my least favorite part definitely has to be like any war scene where Feyre's not, not fighting. fighting yeah it's just like come on dumb. yeah it, it hurt it hurt to see because it just reminds me of like 
those animes or like those where you have like this badass female until it comes to like an actual time where she needs to be a badass and all of a sudden she's like uh-huh, i can't yeah and just, i hate it absolutely hate it if you're gonna make a character that badass fucking let her fight yeah let the women fight yes let the woman fight you gave her her sword you put her in armor just to stand on top of a mountain and be like let, ah. her, let her have her aon moment exactly. i am no man and just like rip them in exactly that's what i wanted but i didn't so, get it so Fine. HBO, when you pick up this book series, right? Please. Just give her one fight give scene, her please. More Just give her one fight scene. Oh, man. Like maybe on the way, like because even like on their way to the cauldron, like her and Amran, they mm-hmm. like cower and run and like hide until they get to the cauldron. Yeah. Like fucking let her fight her way to the cauldron and be like, "Bitch, get out of my way!" Like yeah. I'm this all powerful being. Amran too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh, she's fucking terrifying, but you never see her like the other fight. Like when the like, whole attacking of Valaris happens and they like they put a curfew and Favor's like, why? And they're like, Oh, Aaron's going hunting. And it's like, but you see never it. see it. I was like, I want this. Like and you they talk put blood about outside it. Their door yeah. To oh, so like so she can mark so she knows what houses like not to go into or knows what houses are safe. And it's like you build up these characters so well and then just kinda like they cowered and ran in the shadows yeah. to the cauldron let them kill each other let them fight please oh man i didn't know you had that in you wow yeah well that was a lot sorry was was that it for the questions um yeah that was it for like the book questions so now we can talk about the novella a little bit so we were talking about yes i thought it was needed i do think it's going to be a good bridge Mm -hmm. i liked the uh nesta and cassian fighty bits yeah the only thing like i know a lot of people got pissy with it like i it makes sense when people first bought it because it was hardback and you buy an like, like a, a 20 full, something yeah. but then you can finish it in less than an hour probably right and like a little... so i get it like i bought the paperback so i was like Meh, whatever i'm like, honestly surprised i they even was... put that book out in hardcover to begin with yeah like, i feel like it should just gone to paperback yeah well it kind of they kind of have to put it out in the hardback i think do they though i don't know i know all those little romance novels don't publishers do it li- listening let us right. know i want to know <laughs> right if anyone can comment on that like i don't think you have to go to hard mm. hardback i think yeah. it's just so a thing some people do. think it's like a money grab but i'm like i thought it was worth the money that i spent right and i love my well, favorite also like sarah j mast mm-hmm. does not get to make those decisions yeah like they don't get to choose what the cover looks like they don't get to choose mm-hmm. how it's printed or anything like she might get a say in it but i yeah. can guarantee she doesn't have like the final word yeah so i mean they might have just like her publisher was like her publisher might have been the one doing the money grab so it's like yeah it could have mm-hmm. been but you can't blame her for that <laughs> and she knew she probably knew she was going to do another series so she's like i need something in between that's yeah, gonna kind of totally tie makes sense. stuff off made sense to me yeah and like my favorite bits are when uh like if there's a posse when they like kind of all are just together being happy you know right like when they have their little christmas dinner or whatever it is winter oh, solstice yeah. and it's like they're and all, they giving, all gifts, giving the and gifts i'm like i fucking love this my i love the happy favorite part <laughs> has to be when elaine gives azriel the fucking thing and she's like you're always rubbing your temples so it's supposed to help with headaches and azriel just busts up laughing because he's just like she like she's the only one that notices that i like have to deal with this shit 24 7 or it's like he makes the connection yeah. like well the only reason i'm rubbing my temples is because i'm surrounded by and idiots he's never laughed yeah. before like a full-on belly laugh right and it's just like oh, so pay the real. money just to witness him laughing right <laughs> right Aww. it's so great but then the one thing i don't like is nesta just like she's gone backwards but i feel like that's right. setting up for the next one right i feel like we're gonna obviously find yeah. out why this is happening and like what's going through her head and find out yeah. like she's kind of coping with the happened. death of her father and yeah because that broke something in her yeah like, the death of her father and then like how 
I know she mentions it a little bit that she feels absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she's like going through this because she's trying to feel something or yeah. what. But but she's kind of lashing out at everybody. Elaine is getting better. Like she's becoming right? more of herself. Making bread. Oh, she got the oh, blankets for Nuala and Caridwen. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, I got the matching blankets. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, but one thing I didn't like was there's so much fucking shopping with Feyre. Honestly. All her bits are her shopping. I'm right. Like, oh, my least favorite part. Mm-hmm. I hated this part is when Lucian comes back, like to drop off the oh. Christmas gifts. And he's like, this is for Elaine and this one's for you. And then Feyre's like, wait, you're leaving already? He's like, oh, yeah, like I'm with Jurian and Vasa. And like, we have a name for ourselves or they call them like the, oh, I forget what it is, like the band of abandoned or something mm-hmm. like that. Or the band of misfits yeah. or something along those lines, you know, like a band of outcasts or something mm-hmm. like that. Because they've all been like outcasted from their thing and Feyre like goes off on him like this is bullshit like I can't believe you like what are you doing and I was like wait 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 you Feyre darling did the same exact shit like you were broken and you found your family like you found the people that you all have something in common that you all love each other and you're all like band together over this common theme and he's just doing the same exact thing you did and how dare you say that like it's okay for you to do it but when Lucian tries to do it it's bullshit I know and I was like so what if they gave each other a title like so did you court of dreams like (laughs) shut your goddamn mouth like i was so upset she was just like oh this is like child's play like this is stupid what you're doing and lucian's like i can't go home he's like i can't be here yeah the fall court isn't my home he's like you kicked me out of the spring court like it's your fault he's like and i don't fit in here he's like so i finally found some place that like accepts me for who i am and she's spitting on it and Mm -hmm. i'm like fuck you farah so they gotta make up right (laughs) yeah because he kind of he gets pissy and he storms Mm -hmm. out and he's just like whatever farah like i'm leaving bye yeah and she's like oh okay and she like tries to be like i didn't mean it and he's like hmm, you never mean it this Whatever. is why this is why she's a gryffindor <laughs> right she just does shit without thinking yeah. and but then immediately just, regrets it it makes me so mad slash sad because i'm like if she just stopped and looked at lucian and figured out that they're very much alike mm-hmm. in many ways <laughs> they could be like the best friends but she just she keeps spitting on him for some reason yeah. and i'm like Feyre, please stop but yeah oh and that's then- my least favorite part Reese, uh, basically, they're building themselves a house, like a big house. Or like a new house. Yeah. And then they want to have like a nursery. Right. Oh, yeah. And she like his like um his Christmas gift is like they can try for babies so they can actually make their little son. Which I think it's so oh, cute. So cute. I mean, they know it's going to be a boy. Cause... Right. Which is like cheating, but whatever. <laughs> oh, and then more has like a house off in the yeah. distance and oh yeah where she rides horses she has an estate i did love the part where Feyre was like you um planning to invite anyone to the christmas party and she's like shut the fuck up Feyre," and she's like okay <laughs> like Feyre tries yeah. to be like you know any female friends you're inviting and more is like i'm going to shoot you so uh yeah i also want a mini snippet of more's adventures in the winter court because oh, remember she's yeah. like talking about like how they celebrate it for like weeks like they have like this whole festival and mm-hmm. ceremony and more is like yeah i'm having christmas with you guys and then i'm going over there and having christmas with them and christmas. i'm like <laughs> that's why i just keep going it. it's basically it. it's just uh-huh. high fake christmas whatever yeah but she, i want to know how the winter court like has a party pretty much i, I want to know more of that i think it'd be cool and then uh everyone gets a perspective right except asriel and but he gets one in the next book amarin he gets one in the next book Yay. But there's only like one chapter because like someone made a TikTok of it and I was laughing because it's like, you know, the one where um they're trying to be like, oh, this. And then it's like, oh, 
all the leaves are brown and like they say something else and then it goes back to the person and they just keep saying all the leaves are brown mm-hmm. so it's supposed to be like sarah j mass with the book and she's like here and like the person taking it is like the fandom and they're like asriel and she's like it's only one chapter and they're like but asriel <laughs> and they're like okay but it's like cassie and anessa and they're like but asriel <laughs> like the fandom's just going crazy because we finally get to see like yeah, asriel's perspective oh yeah with a new book depending where you buy it from you'll get like a yeah, either different intro chapter. So yeah. Reese or it'll be Azriel. Azriel. I think Azriel's is gonna sell out. Yeah. I think everyone's gonna We've go already decided one. one of us is gonna get the Azriel, one of yeah. us is gonna get I've, the Reese. I've and then given we'll both... Bridget the privilege of having Azriel's. <laughs> she can buy the one with Azriel's so perspective and I'll buy we'll the both other be one. Able to read yeah, so we both chapter. get like to see which is what. Yeah. So mm. So yeah, I'm we excited. Oh my god. And mm. we talked about the novella. Okay. <sighs> so closing questions. Um what are we watching slash reading? Yes. What are you currently reading? Um, I finished Ali LaRue. Ooh. Invisible Life. Oh my God, that fucking book. Right. That's on my very soon TBR. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And then I'm not reading anything. I read um, a graphic novel Ooh. called Icarus in the Sun Ugh. by Gabriel Piccolo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that. kind of like I joined this, uh, like you donate money. What's it called? Indiegogo. Indiegogo. That's yeah, what it was. Okay. Yeah. Um, Back in the day. <laughs> it's taken him a while, but he finally did it. I love him. Um, yeah, because I love like the story of Icarus. Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite mythology story. So I was like, I need this. And I love that guy's artwork. And I read it and I read it in like, you know, graphic novels. You read them yeah. so quickly. But yeah, if that ever gets published. That reminds me. Officially. I'm giving Bridget my Shadow and Bone trilogy today. What? To read. Yeah, oh, not I like have... to keep, oh. but to read. Oh, yeah, I have to read. <laughs> yes. No, you don't get to keep it because she I'll start she it. signed my Shadow and Bone copy. Oh, fuck. Right. I took yeah. it to, I think I took it to when we went to go get Ninth House. Mm-hmm. But so she signed that. So no, you cannot have it. No, I won't. But you can borrow to read if you'd like. Mm-hmm. But yes, I was giving any of those to you because you talked about wanting to read those before the TV show came out. Yeah. So I got to. And then watching, I'm not watching anything right now, but I mm. did watch, um, <laughs> Oh no! What uh, do you watch? Yuri on Ice. Oh my god! <laughs> so I just wanted like a one-off anime, and I'm like, everyone right. has seen this. I, as an anime fan, I gotta watch it. It was everything I wanted it to be, but then there was also a lot of random nudity. I was like, wow, that's what I've heard. But it's like kind of, <laughs> you know, they're nude, but then there's a statue blocking them. Right. So it's I hilarious. started <laughs> Demon Slayer because mm-hmm. we went to like an anime place, and Demon Slayer was freaking everywhere. So I started it because I was like, well, this seems popular. Mm-hmm. I started it, got halfway through. And noticed that attack on titan was finishing so i jumped back onto attack on titan and finished yeah. uh, season three so yeah oh and i watched bridgerton i binged that i re-watched bridgerton amazing <coughs> let's all get on this bridgerton right bandwagon oh. for the musical i was gonna say have you guys found out bridgerton musical on tiktok Ooh, i'm so excited so good the songs the like you play in my head right <sighs> it could be it could be so yeah. that's it yeah and are you you're almost done with the uh oh yeah what am i currently reading oops i am currently reading a conjuring of light which is the last book in the darker shade of magic series um and i do believe that's probably going to be our next series that we cover yeah possibly we'll see and we have to get yeah. our friend jane would like to join us for that so yeah. we gotta get her microphone and get her all set up mm-hmm. but um it's probably gonna be the next one that we do oh and then we want to do like a breaker sort of where we do like, like our favorite sword adaptations yeah. or our least favorite yeah so that's kind of like what we're talking about for doing the future is doing like talking about our favorite adaptations or our least favorite adaptations and not like casting them but more talking about like sorting the characters mm-hmm. and then talking about like what we did like and what we didn't like and just doing that kind of stuff yeah 
we'll so. get to that <laughs> yeah we'll figure it out yeah. as we go so we'll see <laughs> sorry this episode was so long. i know <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna have to edit it it's gonna be interesting but That'll um be fun yeah but yeah so that's the end of mm. a quarter thorns and roses we did we it. did it Yay. now on to the next one yeah. which i'm assuming is going to be darker shade of magic but we'll see mm-hmm. all right let's say all right bye guys bye thanks